The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It is Pat Gray Unleashed. Republicans have released their tax plan, such as it is. Uh, it's you know it sucks. Frankly, it's just it's not good. It's they could do so much better than this. Do they realize you guys have a majority in the House? and the Senate, and you have the presidency. So, <laughs> you know you could pass almost whatever you want. They just won't. They, they're, they're cowards. I, I mean, with Republicans like this, who needs Democrats? Here's some of the details of, of the plan. It lowers the individual tax rates, supposedly for low and middle income, to a uh, total of zero. So, okay, uh, that's already the case. That's already the case anyway. It's uh, also 12% for people making some more money, like middle income, 25% and 35 Then it keeps the tax rate for those making over a million dollars at 39.6%. 39.6%. They can't even lower that because they can't defend it, apparently. They can't, they can't say, look, they, it, you shouldn't... The government is not entitled to 40% of people's earnings. It's just not. I don't care how much you make. The government's not entitled to 40% of it. It increases the standard deduction from 63.50 to 12,000 for individuals and uh, 12,700 to 24,000 for married couples. So almost doubles that. Establishes a new family credit, which includes expanding the child tax credit from 1000 to 1600 Preserves the child independent care tax credit. Preserves the earned income tax credit. And it preserves the home mortgage interest deduction for existing mortgages. And maintains the home mortgage interest deduction for newly purchased homes up to just half a million. $500,000. The current is $1 million. It continues to allow people to write off the cost of state and local property tax up to $10,000. Wow. Um, It retains the popular retirement savings options like the 401k and individual retirement accounts. Repeals the alternative minimum tax, which is great. That that should have been done, I don't know, a long time ago. That's easy. Nobody likes that one. Not even the Democrats like the alternative minimum tax rate. It lowers the corporate tax rate to 20% from 35 and reduces the tax rate on business income to no more than 25%. Uh, allows businesses to immediately write off the full cost of new equipment and it retains the low-income housing tax credit. Now, for the estate tax, they pushed that down the road. For some reason, they couldn't get that done. They, they're going to delay that for two to three years. So when you die, they're going to continue to take half of everything you own if you own, say, a million dollars or more. I think it's, I think it's a million. The cutoff is, is right around a million dollars. Uh, and there's no reason for it. There's no re- it's, it's immoral. 
And it's outrageous for them to take half of what you, after you already paid taxes your entire life on that. And you can't even, you can't defend that? You can't defend the estate tax? No, they can't. Nor can they defend lowering the upper rate. They're not going to do that at all because the Democrats were already screaming, you're cutting taxes for the wealthiest Americans. We're cutting taxes for everyone. Okay? We're cutting taxes for everybody. That's all you have to say. We're cutting taxes for everyone. They already pay. Okay, the top the top 20% of wage earners pay 95% of the tax burden. You've got 20% of Americans paying 95% of the load. That's fair? That's that's not their fair share yet to pay 95%? Huh. What is their fair share then? All of it? Mm. And everybody else has zero skin in the game. The other 80% of Americans have no skin in the game of paying for any of the load at all. So we'll just do, they'll just pay the entire burden. Uh, It's just, it's not difficult to fight back these Marxists in the Democrat Party. It's not. Uh, But for some reason, they can't do it. They, they, they just can't seem to muster it. And so we continue to wind up with mediocre to bad bills every single time. We have that with Obamacare, and we've got it with the tax plan. And we put Republicans in office, in majorities, so that they would do certain things. Like, I don't know, repeal Obamacare and come up with an overhaul of the tax plan. Something significant. You... Th- <laughs> You think back to what Ted Cruz wanted to do. Anybody remember what that was? 10% across the board, period. That's what you pay. You pay 10%. Everybody pays 10%. So 10% of a million dollars is 100,000. 10% of 10,000 is 1,000. Everybody pays 10%. The rich still pay a heck of a lot more than the poor do. Uh, I mean, it's worked in Russia. Isn't that what God wants too? Yeah, that's what up, God wants. Ten percent. Yeah. So yes. fair to say the government thinks it's uh, four times as important as God. Yes. <laughs> I mean, these are the kinds of things they should be using. Frankly, uh, you only pay the Lord ten percent, but you pay the the government forty percent, and you know, with state and local taxes, mm-hmm. it's well over fifty percent for millionaires. And you might think, okay, well, that doesn't hurt them. Well, that's not the the point. Isn't whether or not they're hurt by that. It's whether or not you should. It's whether or not it's moral. And it isn't to take that much money from people who have earned it. Last, it was just last week, I think, that Donald Trump said that the tax plan would likely give the typical American household a $4,000 pay raise. Then he added, because he always does, could be a lot more than that, too. I'm sorry? It could be a lot more than that. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Might be a million dollars. No, no, no. no. Just read, 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 read the exact quote. It feels like you're just kind of throwing The reforms, stuff. Uh-huh. according yeah. to Trump, okay. would also likely give the typical American household a $4,000 pay raise. Okay. Could be a lot more than that, too. End quote? Or hmm. it could be a lot less, could be. and it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It is. Paul Ryan confirming that today. Paul, Paul Ryan said it will give the typical American family, <laughs> the typical family of four will save 
$1,182 a year on their taxes. Isn't that like a synonym for 4000 No. It is not. It's not. It's it's about one-fourth of 4000 And that's confirmed. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> well, good times. Well, he said it could be a lot more. He didn't say it was going to be. It, right. Yes, it could be a lot less, too. Mm-hmm. He just left that unsaid. Unsaid. Oh. The House GOP uh, plan will require some upper income taxpayers to pay a higher top rate under the new tax rate. Uh, families earning more than $260,000 will have a top rate of 33%. They'll get kicked up. They'll get a nice increase to the 35% bracket. At the present time, the 35% rate starts at $416,700 for married couples. Are you kidding? So so they left that tax increase on upper middle class. They left it in. Yeah. They left it in. Yep. So So they raised they they left it the same for millionaires. Mm-hmm. And nobody's crying over that. I I don't think it's fair, but nobody, not even Republicans will say, well, oh, they shouldn't even though there's no reason there's no reason to say millionaires uh should should be gouged by the u.s government why because they worked hard and succeeded all their lives and and now we're going to take half of their earnings for some reason nobody can defend millionaires Mm -mm. okay because they've been uh they've been repositioned to be bad people now in our society if you're a millionaire you're not a good person and you deserve whatever the government does to you that's the way it's now positioned yeah Sorry if you're a millionaire, we're just going to take as much as we want from you and you can pay you can pay for my health care as a matter of fact. Why? Cuz you're rich and I'm not. So you can pay for mine. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's fair to say that the GOP tax plan <clears throat> keeps some of Barack Obama's tax hikes in place. Yes, it is fair to say that. All right, because that's what's happening. Okay. And in fact, they extend the rate on some people making, okay, $260,000 is a good wage, right? Nobody says that's certainly not, you're, you're not living hand to mouth, hopefully. I mean, some of these guys who are making 260000 might be, depending on where you live, uh, depending on your circumstances. I mean, you could run into trouble and, and, uh, or have a big family, and it's not that much money. Your, your rate has just gone up two more percentage points. Oh, good gosh. I, I, and nobody will cry for them either because they're fine. Don't worry about them. Yeah, don't worry about it. Again, that's not the point. Whether they're fine or not isn't the point. It's the principle of the thing. And it's the fact that we supposedly have conservatives in office, but we don't. I mean, none of these Republicans are actual conservatives. Almost none of them. I mean, we've mentioned the same people over and over and over, and you know who they are. There is like three or four of them. Certainly no more than ten. <laughs> just there's no more than 10 conservatives in office anymore mm-hmm. yep we just gotta get a republican house we gotta get ourselves a republican senate yeah but then we'll need and the presidency president too. we gotta get a republican you know? president oh. and then all this stuff that a- a- we and want then we can fix everything yep. that that will be a level be a good be, day that's gonna be shangri-la when that's we have be a good day a good day and here's the day it's here think and, of the things uh, we could get done if we had <laughs> 
a Republican House, Senate, and President. We could get rid of Obamacare. Yeah. Right? right? Uh-huh. We could seal the border. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And we could get massive, awesome tax reform, the likes you haven't seen since Reagan's days. Right. Um, right. We could get a lot of stuff done. So let's go to the ballot box and make it happen, y'all. Let's do this. So we did. And oh, here oh, we are. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did that. I that happened. Know, that that happened. That's a, that's a thing now. It's a thing, isn't it? <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> Except it doesn't feel like a thing. No, sir. Because they're treating us just like the Democrats did. Yeah. And, and here's the problem, too. Mm-hmm. This is the starting point. This is not where it's going to end up. Oh. This is the point where we start, and then, and then the Senate messes with it because they can't get it passed either. And so, what do you wind up with at the end? Nothing. You Nothing. Know, I, I, uh, you're probably right, but here was my thinking. They have talked about this thing for months. They have said, oh, we're going to reveal it today. We're going to reveal it. And they just keep pushing it back, pushing it back. And I was mm-hmm. thinking that behind the scenes, they were probably making sure before they went even remotely public with this, do we have the votes we cannot suffer another defeat. It's humiliating. We've got to say we've done something big. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping against hope that maybe they actually already have the votes just to say well, something. It, maybe. I or, doubt at it. At the same time, I don't necessarily want them to pass this. So I know. Whatever. And, and, you know, like if they pass it or don't pass it, so what? It, it means yeah. very little. Yep. It means very little to anybody at this point. 888 3393 with your thoughts. Imagine uh, a major emergency happening in your area. That's not hard to do for the people in Houston. It's not hard to do if you live in Florida. It's not hard to do. Uh, Certainly if you live in Asia, 40 million people displaced by weather events. And it's it's not hard to do if you're in the fire region where uh, fire burned out of control and destroyed tens of thousands of structures, including homes. So how do you prepare? Well, you could have some extra food in your house. You could have a three-day supply. You could have up to a month for one person or a week supply for four people uh, with this great deal from My Patriot Supply. This is where uh, these are the people I trust with with my food storage because it comes in fantastic sealed packaging. It's incredibly easy to to prepare when the time comes. You don't have to rotate it like you like you do with other food storage. And it lasts for 25 years. It, it is a tremendous, it is a tremendous way to go. And you can get 102 serving food supply right now, which includes breakfast, lunch, dinner for $99, less than a dollar per serving. Call them today. Talk to them about it. They'll walk you through the whole process. It's really easy. 888-411-5293. 888-411-5293. Or you can go online and do it there at preparewithpat.com. That's preparewithpat.com. Now we're joined by Brad Staggs. I think I found some of your uh, your food preparedness in the couch over here. There's oh. a sugar packet. Oh, just yeah, in that's, case. That's stews. Just in case that's anyone stews. needs that. Yeah, he's got he's got the sugar packet and he has some soy sauce. Uh-huh. Okay. So. Just, yeah, well, you, mm-hmm. you can never be too prepared. Right. And don't forget, part of being prepared is being able to hear when those warning sirens go off. <laughs> yes, it's important. And you know... When you can't hear those warning sirens, it doesn't matter how much food you get or how prepared you are, because you're not going to hear the sirens unless you have clean ears. Do you see what I did there? <laughs> I see what you did there. Do you see what I did? That's why it's so important to know about the website. Use WaxRx.com, because that is where you will find the system that was designed by a doctor that actually works to clean your ears out. And let's face it, 
you don't want to have dirty ears. And when you find out what's in your ears and it actually comes out, you'll go, why didn't I do this sooner? <laughs> it was like an animal living in my ear. <laughs> Three-step system, ear uh, wax softening drops, and you use a specially designed squirt bottle for just the perfect amount of water pressure and the right amount of water and then the pH uh, conditioning rinse, and you will have soft, supple, well-hearing ears, and you'll be ready for anything. And if you use uh, promo code radio, you get that free standard shipping. Use WaxRx.com. Get those ears clean. Get ready for anything with UseWaxRx.com. This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, Welcome. Pat Gray Unleashed. How about the Houston Astros? I uh, love that. I actually teared up a little bit last night when they won the World Series. Really? First time in franchise history. You know, with everything Houston went through this year, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's so cool that the Strohs came through for them. You know, it it really is cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you remember after 9 11, the underdog Patriots. Won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now, in hindsight, you know, screw the New England Patriots. But at the time, that was very awesome to have that happen. Yeah. You know, just it kind of worked out nicely. Right. But I feel the same way that you do. I'm so happy for Houston. Uh, we live there, and I have a soft spot for the Astros. So congratulations, guys. Congratulations. Yeah, it was, I mean, as as devastated as the city was and still is, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they really deserve this. And so uh, they beat the Dodgers last night 5-1. to one, And it was a really good thing. That uh, they went with their starter, Yu Darvish, because the Astros, for some reason, he's a good pitcher, he's a great pitcher, but the Astros are all over him. <laughs> they got five runs off him in the first, uh, before two innings were up. And then Clayton Kershaw came in on short rest and shut them down. Yes. Just shut them down. It's a good so, thing they got on the board early. Yeah, and they made the point last night, if... If Kershaw had started the game, that could have been a completely different game. And, the, and probably the Dodgers are World Series champions. Fortunately, that didn't happen. <laughs> it just did not happen. And the Houston Astros uh, win the World Series. Interesting that Houston now has a World Series championship. And Dallas does not. <sighs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it, uh, Dallasites. Uh, Dallas has that superiority complex. Oh, they do? Oh, they do. Really? You've not noticed that? Come on now. Every time Houston comes up, it's like, (laughs) oh, that's the armpit of Texas. Shut up. No, it's not. I'm an Atlanta sports fan, so I have absolutely no room to talk about anything whatsoever. I know, but Dallas, I mean, Dallas just thinks because they had the series, Mm -hmm. you know, they've got the Cowboys, supposedly America's team. Uh, they, they've got this complex that they're yeah. superior to Houston. And so it's kind of interesting now. The Houston Astros have a world championship. How many is it for the Texas Rangers? Oh, that's right. None. I'm zero. crickets. Let me wait. Let me, let me count very quickly. None. It's uh-huh. not. It's you know, zero. And, and congrats to the Rangers for, uh, 
you know, sending Nolan Ryan on his way where he went to Houston Yes, a few years ago, as a matter Guy of fact. just succeeds just, it's everywhere he goes. probably a coincidence. He yeah. just right. succeeds right. He everywhere he goes. He was taking the Rangers to the World Series. Yep. Now he's got now a championship. Now he's gone. Rangers aren't, haven't even sniffed the World Series since he left. Mm-hmm. And look at the look at the Astros. All of the World Series teams in Texas, Nolan Ryan has been at the helm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm serious. That's Absolutely right. fact. That's very true. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine hundred three three nine three. Also, we have a little controversy that's uh, brewing hmm? here in. Uh, in the building because there's another story about smokers and every <laughs> oh, no. every time you go down this road uh-huh. <laughs> it's uh, it ignites uh, <laughs> a, a blaze um, a Japanese company right now is granting non-smoking employees an extra six days of paid holidays a year because they complained that they were working more than the peop- the staff who took time off for cigarette breaks now <laughs> I think that's probably true, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not taking a cigarette break and you're watching the smokers who do, and they go out there for 15 minutes or whatever, what, five, six times a day? I don't know how many times they're doing it. And you're working that whole time? Hmm. That adds up. I don't know if it adds up to six days, six days, but it might. Tokyo-based marketing firm Piala Inc. introduced the non-smokers perk in September and employees have been quick to take advantage. <laughs> One of our non-smoking staff put a message in the company suggestion box earlier in the year saying that smoking breaks were causing problems. Our CEO saw the comment and agreed. Wow. So we're giving the non-smokers some extra time off of work to compensate them. Now, I, you know, this is hard for me because I've never been a smoker. I don't smoke. And uh, cigarette smoke is bothersome oh hate it especially at a restaurant so i loved the clean air acts that popped up all over the country years ago now i've been accused by other conservatives okay of that not being a conservative position however i disagree and here's why okay i believe that one of the functions of government is to protect the public's health to me secondhand smoke is dangerous to other people's health Thus, it falls within the purview <laughs> of the government. <clears throat> now, I know you disagree with that. Mm. We had that discussion in Houston 15 mm. years ago. Uh, I know a lot of people disagree with that, but that's that's where I stand on this. And, and I'll tell you something else. 15 years ago, everybody said, well, okay, if you want that restaurant to go out of business. Well, why is a restaurant going to go out of business? They don't sell cigarettes. They sell food. <laughs> They're not going to go out of business. And they haven't. Mm. They have thrived in this new environment. Mm-hmm. Now that the prevailing theory among most conservatives is if you if you don't like the fact that they allow smoking <clears throat> in the restaurant, go somewhere else. There are very few, at least at the time, there were very few non-smoking restaurants. Yeah. Now everybody is because of the Clean Air Acts. Um, but there's still some there's still some places. There's still some pockets of resistance. Sure. And I think Dallas. Uh, is Dallas a clean air act city or not? I mean, there, they, try to, there are, they try to tax grocery bags. I'm sure they, they do. Are. So there are, there are restaurants where you can still smoke. I think in Dallas, uh, most of the suburban areas have eliminated it, but you know, we just kind of adjusted in society. Sure. And if you want to smoke, you, you go outside and smoke. Um, 
It's at the at the workplace and out in public, and seems to have worked out okay to me. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. But that's not public. Which a private business, you know? Yes, that's. I mean, that's where I come down. But see, mm-hmm. now you're talking to a guy, and I'll be completely truthful here. Mm-hmm. Fifteen years ago, I drove an hour away to watch a Falcons game. In fact, it was against the Cowboys. Opening mm-hmm. day, what a two thousand four, whatever it was. I drove an hour away to go to a smoke free restaurant. I went out of my way as a private consumer to a mm-hmm. private business that had chosen to be smoke free. And now you don't have to. <laughs> and now no, it's just no, imposed upon you. In other words, no, it's just and I'm, it's worked out fine. No restaurants have gone out of business over the non-smoking regulations. I, I don't think. That's not the point. Yes, the it is. The point is is that you, yeah, it is. And people a, are healthier now. It's private and property. People are just healthier and happier. It's a more wonderful world in which we live now <laughs> without smoking and restaurants to ruin the taste of my food. 888 900 It's Pat Gray Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. It's always fun uh, when a smoking story comes up because people are so passionate about it, both sides. And so we brought a smoker in well, you for know, the smoking perspective, for the cancer stick perspective. Look, I'm okay with your non-smoking uh, clean air act. Are you? Yeah, smoking inside. Yeah. People don't need to do that. You watch all the old movies. Everybody lights up. It's crazy. Private now, property. I know it is. I know it is. Okay. And, and, I, and I'd say it's a, it's a tough struggle for me to say, think I'm about I'm fine that. with government buildings uh, banning it, by the way. It's a tough struggle for me to to uh, to be for that. They will also say, uh, conservatives will okay. say, it's not a matter of do they need to or not. It's they have the right to. Right. But they don't have the right to if the place, if the establishment says no. Right. And they also don't have the right to pollute the air with over a hundred carcinogens oh gosh <laughs> shut up <laughs> plus, in my opinion plus in my opinion okay so uh, uh, let's set that aside for a second uh-huh. that i'd like to see the data from your companies in japan that just oh people say yeah i'd like to know how they people came to six say days. people say that the smokers in the smoking area aren't working uh they're working less than i am really is that true because i doubt it no, very no, no. Much. Noodle it out. If you're a serious smoker, you're super addicted <clears throat> to cigarettes, you smoke a pack a day or more, uh, how many times are you going out for a smoke break during the course of the day? I don't know. You get so many legal breaks just like the non-smokers do. No. I think the, I think the smokers take more. And that was the point. While they were That's out That's what I mean. Smoking, you think. They were, There's well, no data. Well, you I, feel. They said, and the company agreed Yes, you are working more than the smokers, Company. so you get six extra days. That's now, where they came ridiculous. up with six days, I don't know. but Ridiculous. And if you think that the smokers aren't outside uh-huh. working while they're smoking, uh, you're wrong. They are. 
Okay. Oh, and right. here we go. The non-smokers, mm-hmm. uh, my gosh, they can come out too. I, I've actually had that happen in life, where yep. the non-smokers come out and look, I continue to work. Why would I? Work, how do you continue work to work when you're outside? What do you mean they continue to work? Uh, they communicate with each other about whatever job they're working on, whatever they're doing. What I mean, that's what that's what you do. <laughs> you know what? No, you don't. You're oh, yes, you smoking. do. You're out there. No, smoking. you're not just smoking in the. You're I'm not doing anything. I've been a I've been a thug. I'm going to kind of defend you here for a second, if I may. Uh, I used to keep um, uh, like blow pops at my desk. You know the the suckers, right? And so the smokers, when they would go out, they would say, "Hey, why don't you grab a lolly and come out?" And so we would go out there, but discuss work as so much as bitch and complain about work. I don't know if you want to consider that work, but uh, yeah, that's what we would do. But again, mm-hmm. a non-smoker joined. Yes. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, huh. I was never standing down. Wind, and though, and what are that. the non-smokers doing when they're? Oh look, look at the smokers out of the smoking section well, they again. See, they see them. There they up. are. They see there them. they are. They see are you them. working when you're doing that? No. <laughs> they see them get up and leave. They see them get up and walk out the door. They don't have to be looking at them as they're outside. They know they're outside because they saw them leave. But there goes John for another cigarette. Right, and it's irritating no. when you're there working. And the smokers are up smoking. <laughs> I, I find it. Again, I don't know if it's six days worth. No way. But it's interesting. No yeah. way. It's interesting. It's six days and by worth. the way, and the battle for the clean air thing, that's over. We won. <laughs> that <laughs> fight is over and non-smokers were victorious. I know they were. They sure were. And, and I, mm-hmm. I, I kinda, I, I'm really torn except that I do enjoy going into places that don't have the cigarette smoke everywhere. Right. You know? Especially you when just food do. is involved. You just do. It ruins the taste of food. You just do. And Agreed. It, and, you know, your, your kids. Yep. You, watch, you watch some of the... Yep. I mean, I've watched some of the old movies, you know, and, and old television shows, and you think, look at all these people smoking it yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It really they, stands out now. Yeah. It sure does. And it's amazing. And it stands out where they're at. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a small office, or they're just, you know, they're in the cars, I mean, I remember my grandfather, a smoking story. My grandfather, as soon as uh, he, uh, when he quit smoking uh, after, I don't know, 40, 45 years, he said that uh, he couldn't believe that he would smoke in a car like that. Yeah. Because uh, he would get in the car, get in cars that people smoked in now, and it was just terrible. The rate of smokers in America in 2005 was 20.9% of Americans smoked. In 2005. Yeah, in 2005. In 2013, it had already fallen to 17.8. Oh, yeah, see. So it's going the right way. It sure is. I mean, you know, people are are figuring out that, okay, maybe there's something not healthy about that. Right. Maybe the Surgeon General warning on the side of the packaging for the last (laughs) 50 years. Right. Maybe that means something. Yeah. I I hate smelling like smoke. So if I go anywhere for more than five minutes, then my clothes reek like smoke. I mean, you're talking to a guy who absolutely hates it, uh, but I still don't want to ban it. But anyway, that's another story. I hate the smell of smoke. And just like you said, growing up, you know, I can't believe, you know, it was everywhere. Yeah. I'm thinking back now to my childhood. Did we all just always smell like smoke and just so. not notice? I guess so. Because now I totally notice. I can. Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally can remember Having my grandfather come in the house and smoke inside yeah. the house. every room, every mm-hmm. room, and fall house. asleep. My grandfather, my favorite shot of him, I can remember, uh, he'd fall asleep in his tilt back chair with his duck ashtray, and he'd fall, and the cigarette would be in his been between his two fingers, and the ash would go all the way down to the filter. Oh no! And he'd, he'd catch his nap, mm-hmm. and he'd wake up from his nap, and he'd just pick up his hand, 
Drop that whole ash and that butt into the ashtray. Time to go. <laughs> like a little clock. But the whole point is the whole time he's napping, that, that cigarette is burning. Mm-hmm. And the smoke goes throughout the house. I mean, it just had to be terrible, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, my dad smoked in our house. It must have smelled. Like- I know. You just don't remember it. Yeah. I remember uh, when my first wife and I were actually smoking. And we smoked inside the house. And uh, we thought we were so cool because we smoked on the other side. You know, we smoke over here. You know, Elvis was a real little baby, and he's over on the other side of the house, so it's okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. No, I know. No, I know. I know that. I mean, you're just justifying is all. And uh-huh. so I remember going next door to our neighbors for a party, and they opened up the door, and they both smoked inside their house. And when they opened up their door, it was like a brick wall of cigarette smoke yeah. hitting us both in the face. Mm-hmm. So when we pleasant. came back from that party, we aired out the house. Mm-hmm. We scrubbed everything down. We never smoked inside the house ever again. Uh, uh, the problem is you have to repaint and you have to I re-carpet. If and you- if you notice, uh, people who smoke inside the house all the time, and I am in particular remember one person I used to work with, their clothes mm-hmm. are a little bit they yellowish. Reek. Yeah, and they I reek. Mean, and they don't know. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. And I agree with you on that. I got, I got you on that. Mm-hmm. But worth six days at work? No way. Mm-hmm. No way does a smoker waste that much time i'm just telling you it doesn't there may be one there may be one guy that sits out there and wastes his time all day but no the, to cover six days well, keep no in way. mind it's every day of the year for them 15 minutes at a time if that's five days it's more a week and five times a day that probably adds up to more than six days <laughs> more than 15 minutes if you work at samsung my son elvis lives in austin and we we go down there, and he lives in a neighborhood that's right by the big Samsung facility mm-hmm. in Austin, and their factory is out there. And there's a there's a big fence all the way around this factory. It's got to be at least a quarter mile, maybe a half mile. I mean, it's big, mm-hmm. away from the building. And the employees who smoke can't smoke on the property. They have to go, so they have to walk the all the way to the other side of the fencing. One gate Man. that's like the farthest gate, and you see three or four guys out there. And it takes them 15 minutes to get to the gate. <laughs> It's amazing. So you don't think that adds up to oh, six I, days? Well, yes. And you, but it does. When you work at a place like that, you know that the boss is looking at who's out the side that gate. Definitely. Right? Those, <laughs> I mean, those four guys aren't long for the count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and actually, so I said the, the rate had gone from 20 to 17. Now it's at 15. Wow. Well, I mean, it is dropping like a rock now. Well, that's why the cigarette companies are all in Southeast Asia and... <laughs> Right. I mean, they're trying to boom up in Southeast Asia and, and uh, uh, Central Central America. I mean, they're booming. They're trying to sell there. And listen to this. Uh, as recently as 50 years ago, 42% of U.S. adults smoked. Oh, yeah. Because it was everywhere, right? 42%. I mean, it was everywhere. It was okay. It was wow. okay to smoke. Yeah. Right? Everyone was doing it on television. In fact, it was probably cool. It was probably hip smoke and that's why so many do in movies they, right that's why they included it so right. much uh triple eight uh let's go to nathan in minnesota nathan you're on the blaze good afternoon i still don't care how you're doing okay but uh <laughs> <laughs> uh so you just wanted to comment so the smoking bands uh, they definitely have had economic Im- impact here in minnesota you know the, the oh, yeah. cities yeah, yeah. In- implemented it first mm-hmm so then you saw people going to the bars in the outer suburbs because you could still smoke inside in the winter. And I'm not a smoker. I've never been a smoker. Um, but my opinion of that is if I own a bar and I want to let you smoke in my bar, I should, I should be allowed. I to know. Go. I know. That's a Keith but, Malinak. It's a health issue. Right. So what you saw you is you saw people get about. pushed out to the outer suburbs. And then you saw people go across the river into Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it definitely affected the bars in the metro and then throughout the state of Minnesota if you were a border, I know in a border town. Um, So I'm happy that people don't smoke as much. I don't like going to a smoky restaurant, Mm -hmm. but I also have the choice to not go to that restaurant. True. So I certainly understand the argument, but I'm I'm such a libertarian on the issue and private property proponent Mm -hmm. that I really think it should be. Or the other the other way to go is just just ban smoking then. If we've decided it's so bad collectively, well, yes, illegal. Yeah, and that's probably what should happen. Thanks for calling, Nathan. Good talking to you. Take care. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to hear that it should be illegal. Thanks, Nathan. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I missed that. uh, It it should happen. Because it, it obviously is harmful to our health. However, it never will because of the money involved. We all know that the tobacco industry is is funding a lot of congressional uh, representatives. And uh, they will never do without that money. Hmm. They just won't. I, I mean, uh, Orrin Hatch in 1984. I, I remember so vividly calling his campaign and saying, why does he take money from tobacco industry? Why? And the response I was given, uh, Oren accepts money from anybody. He just, it just doesn't influence his votes. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't you know that? Thanks for calling. Interesting. <laughs> you know, then they started. And, 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 and a lot of places, uh, when they first went to the no smoking places, it had to do with, especially like the bars, it had to do with the amount of food you sold. So if you didn't sell any food, then you could smoke inside. And then some bars set it up. Well, they sold, you know, an extra, you sell 80 extra hamburgers a week. That's a food joint. So then they set up uh, little patios outside so people could go yeah. and smoke outside that were connected. And then it couldn't mm-hmm. be connected. It had to be. It's just crazy. It really is. Typically is when the government gets involved with what should be a private concern. And yet the government gets involved with the things they should get involved with, like, I don't know, health issues. <laughs> oh, maybe 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 the government should run our health care then, just to take care of everything. What do you think? No. No? No. <laughs> uh, but that's always, that's always what the uh, other side of this argument goes to, is what? the most extreme, the most ridiculous. <laughs> Slippery slope. Straw man argument. Slippery slope. Oh, man. Let me introduce you to something called ACA. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, and just wait until they just start controlling our diets. Yeah, that had nothing to do with the non-smoking regulations. Right. That no, had nothing not. to do with I, it. I, uh, not yet. Uh, let's see. JP in Utah, you're on the blaze. Hi. Um, I worked one place where a woman I worked with took a smoke break every hour. Ugh. So 15 minutes an hour, she was out there taking a smoke break. Oh, she well, worked 10 work hours to get her work done. Mm-hmm. Did did, did <laughs> your ten hours? Did the supervisors have any problem? With yeah, it? that's what I'm saying. That's the work oh, environment. No, the supervisors loved her, so she got paid two hours of overtime every day, so that she could take a smoke break. <laughs> uh, well, that, that's great. That and then mean, another place, another place I worked. Mm-hmm. I well, said, you know, I I want a 15 minute break. They said you can't have one. You have an hour lunch. And I said it's an hour off the clock. Where's my break? Well, you don't get one. You have an hour of lunch. And meanwhile, the smokers, they can go and take a smoke break anytime they well, want. So, so could you. you why don't walk outside she with the smokers then? just said she couldn't. Why? She's not smoking. I couldn't. I'm not it allowed does. a break because I get an hour lunch. Right, right. Do they, do I have the more sm- stories, but you don't have the time for it. No, so. I, I love the stories. Keep them coming if you've okay. got more. Let's hear where it. I'm working, where I'm working right now, when I train somebody to be my backup, mm-hmm. I'll be right in the middle of something and they'll say, oh, can I go take a smoke break? Um, sure. We're on a time limit. We have to get things ready to go out for FedEx by three, but you go ahead and you take a smoke break. I'll do this and you won't learn it. <laughs> constant. It's constant. Uh, yeah. It's irritating. It is. It is. It's just plain. Yep. I mean, that's the worst place. It. Thanks, JP.
That's the workplace. That's what. It, so what? That's, what do you mean? That's the workplace. What's your argument? But that's the workplace. You know, there's one smoker can't go into work and work without having to rush outside every hour, every hour and a half to have a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, perhaps the work supervisor needs to say, you know, Doris, you know, <laughs> William, maybe you ought to work. Have a Nicorette gum. Well, they should. Have but put a patch on during the day while you're working. That wasn't okay? JP's experience and with if that, another however. employee, mm-hmm. like our girl on the phone, is upset with the smokers going out and smoking, go out with them. Okay, nobody, go out with go them. Go out with them and stand there Take while they're the time smoking. Off. I That's Take asinine. the time off. That is asinine. Just come in an hour go later. Go out with them. Come in an hour later and repeatedly <laughs> do it every day until someone goes, hey, you don't get here on time. Yeah, that's because I'm not out smoking right. throughout the day. It adds up. I sleep in an hour later. Congrats. And you'll get fired. And then you there can you sue. go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you sue. Yes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your thoughts on this. Uh, go meantime, out with them. It's not asinine. Meantime, it, it's asinine. Uh, it's I ridiculous. Said it's You're going to go out and stand there while somebody's smoking. That's nonsense. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go. I just go outside and do go what? I, I don't know, Pat. Uncle go for a walk. Do a piece of gum. <laughs> I want to do point. something. I okay. got to point out here. A minute ago, this live read was supposed to start, but you guys are still fighting. I absolutely <laughs> love this. <laughs> we all know that uh, big government is at the root of our problem. Uh, there are some things that the government should regulate, like I don't know health. <laughs> But uh, Big Mobile is is not concerned with your health. What they're concerned with is uh, putting money into the pockets of organizations like Planned Parenthood, uh, helping to support sanctuary cities and amnesty and gun control and all of those things. So there is an alternative, and it's called Patriot Mobile. They're the only conservative cell phone company in America where they take a portion of your bill, up to 5% of it, and they donate to things that are worthwhile to you. To support traditional family values, to support religious freedom. And they're taking another big step forward right now with unlimited talk, text, and data at better prices than you can get anywhere else. You get the same nationwide coverage with unlimited talk and text starting at 20 bucks a month. 20 bucks a month. What is that? A pack of cigarettes? Is that what that is? <laughs> Give them a call at 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Or check out their website, patriotmobile.com slash pat. Patriotmobile.com slash pat. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Japanese company is uh, giving six extra days of vacation time in their company to the non-smokers because they complained that the smokers who take smoke breaks uh, are working less than they are. The boss of the company, the owner of the company, actually agreed, and so he gave them six extra vacation days a year. Uh, kind of interesting. Uh, so that, of course, both sides of this argument are very passionate about the way they feel about the smoke breaks and about whether or not you you should be able to smoke in restaurants and all those things. The Clean Air Act 
have really swept across the country. Um, and and they seem, to me, seems like it worked out okay. I mean, I are there bars that maybe hurt because of it? Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we were talking earlier about the tax plan, the lame tax plan that Republicans have put together. Um, and, you know, it's essentially... You could get the same thing, really, from Democrats. They left the upper rate at this at where it was, 39.6 for millionaires and, and above. One million and above, still 39.6. They actually raised taxes on people making 260000 to 416000 from 33% to 35%. Unbelievable stuff. And, and then they, uh, they decided to keep the... Uh, estate tax so when you die uh the the country uh, the government just believes that they're entitled to 50 percent of everything you own they kicked that down the road as well um let's go to uh let's go to uh, uh, uh peter in california you're on the blaze hi uh, hey. i appreciate you uh, guys being there for us uh i'm just kind of wondering doesn't anybody realize that they're all in bed together, Republicans and Democrats. And it's kind of like the mafia. You're in that club. They know all the dirt about you. Mm-hmm. If you don't toe the line, guess what? They're going to take care of you. They're either going to paint you something or whatever, and they're going to throw you out. And, and I mean, we're really stuck with them, and, and they're leading us around. We're 380 million people led around by 460 guys by the nose, <laughs> and we're not smart enough to realize that and throw those guys out. Yeah. I, I, it's really sad. You're, you're exactly right. Appreciate it, Peter. It's it's like we, we've been saying lately with Republicans like these. Who needs Democrats? They're the same. They're they're just the same. And especially that's true. The longer you're in Washington, the longer you're there, uh, the less conservative you become. Almost in every case. Uh, Julian, Ohio. Welcome to the Blaze. Hi. Um, so I would just wanted to. Th- Talk about the uh, company that's letting their employees have uh, extra sick days if they're a non-smoker. Yeah. So I know that I would like six extra days for that one person in my office who goes to the bathroom like every 20 minutes and they're in there for an hour and they leave me to answer the phone. <laughs> like, is everybody going to be so critical about, you know, like watching everybody to the minute? As, okay, so is that, I mean, is that, are you being literal or is that a little bit of an exaggeration? <laughs> a little bit of an exaggeration, okay. but you know, everybody has that one person. Yeah. And talk about yeah. clean air, then I can't go to the bathroom for an hour myself. So <laughs> it's forcing me to work longer than the person who's hogging the bathroom. Yes. So I think that we should get six extra days as well. <laughs> I would take that to your supervisor. See how that works out for you. You, know, you never know. <laughs> Do you never know? Maybe they'll agree. Uh, thanks, Julie. I'll bet the Japanese person who took it to their boss wasn't expecting to get six <laughs> extra vacation days right. so that had to be a really pleasant surprise uh let's go to joe in florida you're on the blaze good afternoon guys hey How you doing? good listen uh back in 1960 i went to high school of art and design in manhattan mm-hmm. they actually used to give us a smoking period every day the whole school that smoked went out Jeez. on a terrace and had yeah had uh, 60 minutes of smoking 
Really? In high school? In high school. And parents wow. didn't object to that at all? No. No? I'm kind of wondering now, since I'm a lifelong smoker, do I have a lawsuit against the New York City uh, school system? I, I wouldn't surprise me. Yes, I think you do. Uh, you could probably still file that uh, lawsuit. Thanks a lot, Joe. Appreciate it. <laughs> wow. At, at my school, there was a smoker's field across the street from the school where it's just a big empty field and so uh when they went out for lunch break or whatever they'd all go over to the smokers field and and light up you couldn't certainly couldn't do it in school i mean brownsville station told us that in 1974 smoking ain't allowed in school Uh right smoking in the boys room that's where you went or the field across the street 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393 with your thoughts. Also, do not forget that the M1 Ball is coming your way. November, it's Saturday, November 18th. You can go to mercuryone.org slash M1 Ball for more information. This is how we pay the bills. Uh, this is how we pay the administration. This is how we actually keep the doors open and the lights on at Mercury One so that all of the proceeds you don't donate for emergency help goes where you want it to go. Okay? Go to mercuryone.org slash m1ball for more information. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. 888-900-3393. It is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, President Trump just tweeted out in all caps, so you know he really feels strongly about it, that the terrorist from New York City over the weekend deserves the death penalty. Well, if it's if he tweeted it in all caps... right. Then you got to say, yeah, it's make it so. But if it's, you know, just one capitalized letter, okay, that's not as strong. And and you just think he's only mildly interested, not necessarily give him the death penalty. And he's got a problem with knowing where to capitalize. It's just like random, (laughs) and then the exclamation marks that are so inappropriate. I mean, this is policy by tweets. Again, yeah, I just wish he'd stay off Twitter. I I really do. (laughs) Uh, Just until. I don't know. The presidency's over, right? Then, then go back to tweeting all you want. It's just kind of strange, you know. It's a new, but it's a new day and age. I admit, will everybody be like this now? That's what I've been wondering. Will they all follow suit and start tweeting all their policies? Exactly. I don't know. Like for I don't know. Example: Ben Sass is hysterical on Twitter. He is a really human good, yeah. being. Mm-hmm. He is fun. He's got a great sense of humor. And I thought, if the man were ever <clears throat> president, please, dear Lord, um, uh, would he keep doing this? Would he? Because clearly the president's been set to some degree. We should get Ben, ben on and, and ask him okay. uh, sometime because there's a lot to talk to him about. <clears throat> he's got to be he's got to be underwhelmed by this tax plan as well as as we are because there's very little here. And when you start at this level, when you're going into the negotiation process with Democrats, and this is where you start, where are you going to end up? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not where it's going to end up. We probably won't get half of this stuff done first of all they're leaving the the highest rate at 39.6 leaving it there for 
if you make uh, one million or more. Now, for whatever reason, the wealthy have been uh, so demonized in this country that I think even Republicans don't care about that anymore. They're like, yeah, they deserve it, whatever. They don't need all that money. (laughs) Okay, well, needing all that money is not the issue. They earned all that money, so they should get to keep more of it. But for lower uh, individual tax rates, for low- and middle-income Americans, they've lowered it to zero, which it's already been that for, what, 47% of Americans? Then there's a 12% rate, 25 and 35 and the 39.6% rate. The, the standard deduction goes up to 12000 for individuals, 24000 for married couples. That almost doubled. They're going to get rid of the minimum, uh, the alternative minimum tax, which is, that's good. Lowers the tax rate from 35 to 20. That absolutely needs to happen. And that's, a, that's pretty good. But they completely caved on the estate tax. They said, yeah, we'll look at that another two to three years. Why? When we don't have the majorities anymore, then you're going to look at it again? So, <laughs> uh, not much going on uh, with, the tax, with the tax cut. Uh, you know, the tax code needs to be completely, completely revisited. And, and just go to a flat tax. Let's go to, even if it's 15%, go to a flat tax. And have people uh, $30,000 and under, they don't pay anything. Because they don't now anyway. And then everybody else pays 10 to 15%. Done. No, no deductions, no exemptions, nothing. You just, it's a 15% rate or a 12% rate or whatever, whatever we can agree upon. And then you've, re, re, then you've re, revolutionized the system. Also, we were talking about a Japanese country, a, a company that is uh, granting non-smoking employees an extra six days of paid holiday every year because uh the non-smokers complained the smokers were getting so many breaks that uh the others were working hard harder than than the smokers were working the ceo of the company actually agreed and they got six extra vacation days triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and this is always a hot button issue for people because you know if, if you're if you're a smoker and you're you've got to have that cigarette what every 15 minutes every i mean i've seen people who chain smoke and just can't stop right so i i don't know what you do if you're in a work environment with that um but certainly every hour sometimes they're out there that sounds about right and you would think that would add up a little bit um but also the clean air acts i I remember talking about this in houston when houston was was uh considering clean air acts and conservatives believe that Free enterprise has the right to allow people to smoke or not. I believe that the government has a right to protect the public safety. Secondhand smoke is dangerous. So, thus, and the the restaurants aren't selling cigarettes. That's not their purpose in life. They're selling food, food and drinks. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Paul in Texas, welcome to the blaze. Uh, hey. Just want to let you know that uh, they got it wrong as far as six days off. It's not enough. Because <laughs> if you take if you take two fifteen minute breaks a day, yeah, that's thirty minutes a day. That's how many? That break, yeah, that's thirty, mi- 30 right. minutes. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. That two and a half hours a week, 
if you work a regular 50 weeks a year, like most people do, mm-hmm. then that's 125 hours a year. On an eight-hour day, that works out to 15.6 out days a year <laughs> that you're out on smoke break. Wow. Yeah, so it should be two weeks of vacation. A little more than two weeks, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so basically hmm. the... They got it wrong, and Jeffy got it wrong. <laughs> Wait, Jeffy got something wrong? Stop! Whoa, stop the presses <laughs> on that. Uh, thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Uh, Dave in Virginia, you're on the blaze. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that I, I I agree with you on most aspects of what you're talking about on the tax cut yeah. plan. But the fact that you could file your taxes on a postcard when 90% of the people in this country have to go get outside help because nobody knows what's going on with the tax system. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's a pretty good positive in itself. Yes. Like leaving everything yeah. off, the fact that I could now file my taxes on a postcard without paying someone to tell me what in the world is going on or paying someone so that I could get the maximum amount back from the government that decides to take my money before they give it back to me. Right. To me, that's a positive. On, yeah. On, yeah. Leaving everything out. I agree with you about the flat tax, but that makes too much sense, you know, in this country. Obviously, the flat tax is reasonable and it would know, it would spark the economy. Obviously. It would spark the economy the economy to to an extent we haven't seen in a really long time. Um, oh, it would be it would be unbelievable. It would. But we don't usually do things in this country that makes sense thanks to our, <laughs> that's sad but true thanks to our leadership and the, the populace that likes to elect the same people that screw them over every year so yeah exactly uh i just wanted to make that point that i you know yeah it was like a good thing to me give me that postcard i'm happy the rest I, of the stuff uh, i would, would have loved to have seen that happen thanks dave uh but the problem is the democrats have been so effective at class warfare at spinning this and demonizing anybody who's been successful in their life that it's a tough argument to win now and the republicans in office have no idea how to fight the battle and how to win the argument they they just they have no idea and it's to the point now where millennials in this new survey millennials favor living in a socialist country over living in a capitalist country 44% to 42%. 44% of millennials would rather live in a socialist country than a capitalist one. And only 42% of them said they'd rather live under capitalism. That's how bad it's become in this country. That's, That's a pretty frightening prospect. If the future of our nation is thinking socialism is a good thing, uh, what does that say for the future of, of our Republic? It's frightening, but they've been, uh, indoctrinated. They've been filled with the fact that uh, it's unfair that people make more than other people. It's unfair that you're not paying a higher tax rate. They don't even know what the tax rate is. They don't. They don't know. They don't care. I mean, I think if they if they found out that the wealthy were already paying forty percent federal tax plus state and local taxes that push their tax rate to fifty, fifty five, sixty percent in some cases. I think they'd be stunned. Yeah. <laughs> I think I don't know that they'd have any sympathy for the wealthy yeah. because again they've been too demonized. Some would, some would be concerned, and but I think half, maybe a little bit of a majority would say, but wait, 
this is helping the schools. Mm-hmm. And this is really going for some good things. It's helping the poor. So, yeah, it's okay. Sadly, none of these taxes wind up with the poor. Sadly, none of these taxes uh, wind up anywhere near where you want them to be because the government is so inept. Becky in Ohio, welcome to The Blaze. Hey, here in the state of Ohio, we are not required to pay for breaks or lunches. I mean, they do get them, but we don't have to pay for them as employers. Okay. Um, our non-smoking employees were so angry that our smokers were going out every hour that we give the non-smokers a paid lunch every day. So that way, there's keeps them happy. So we do really? pay for lunches. Oh, that's we interesting. Do. We also have another policy for smoking. And I know, you know, Jeffy claims that he's working when he's outside smoking. And <laughs> yes. we all know he's lazier he's, than most. Yeah, he's not working when he's inside not smoking. No, so. no, no, no. So right. we all know, you know, his work ethic isn't up to par. Right. Anyway, our, our policy <laughs> is only one person can go out at a time to smoke. Because what we were having was, you know, you'd get 10 people go outside to smoke and they'd be out there for... 20 minutes turned into a social hour. Oh, right. He's got one person at a time. You can go out for five minutes, smoke, and then come back in. So, How many employees in your business? We have 40. 40, okay. And one at a time, we have, oh, go ahead. No, and, is, and so only one at a time, does uh, does that create any problems? Um, well, the non-smokers are, seem to be a little hard, a little more hardworking than <laughs> the smokers because yeah. they want to just get their job done and go home. Right. So I guess, you know, it takes longer for the non- for the smoking people to get their job done. So they tend to work a little bit later. But um, we only have five people out of all those people that don't smoke. So we really have to make that paid lunch for them wow. to <laughs> get them to stay. Only five of your 40 don't yes. smoke? It's a cleaning company. So I don't know if that matters, but yes. <laughs> wow. Everybody smokes. So And I'm wow. one of them that doesn't smoke. Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Love the new show. Thank you very much. Thanks, Becky. Appreciate it. Wow, that's a really high percentage of smokers for for uh, for a business. Uh, Diane in New York, you're on the blaze. Hey, Diane. And smokers. Hello. Hi. Go ahead. Hi. Um, we have we had a company, and I had twelve employees, and eight of them smoked, and they went out whenever they wanted, and I said, "No, you can't do that." And they said, well, when are we supposed to have our cigarettes? And I said, during your two breaks and your lunch. I'm not required to give you the second break, but I'm giving everybody a second break because when we work on the job sites, they needed it. Okay. So they, I had one guy actually quit because he said he had a disease and I wasn't giving him what he needed. However, <laughs> even in New York, State, the um, labor department said he was wrong. Oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> that's really something. It's yeah. The Labor Department in New York, because they're all union people. What was but the disease is, he claimed to have? Wrong. Was it a smoking disease? He, he was addicted to he cigarettes? He was addicted. It oh, was, that was just his, as oh, bad man. as being addicted to drugs. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So did and, he and wind up... Did, paying these guys. Yeah? You think of paying these guys a dollar forty-seven a minute, uh-huh. and they don't understand. They, they just, it goes right over their head. That's amazing. Did they, are they yeah. still with the company did they, or did they, did they wind oh, no. up leaving? They're, no. They're gone. Well, we ended up closing the company because I became paralyzed, but most of them, oh. I kept either on the field crews and kept them away from the office and the shop because mm. they were ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, Diane. <laughs> Appreciate it. That's, uh, that's amazing yeah. to, to say that you have a disease. Yeah, I got a disease. Yeah. 
have to smoke every hour. Here's so. a solution. Get out of New York. <laughs> That's probably a solution to most of your problems, quite frankly. Uh, 888-900-3393. Let me tell you about uh, air pollution inside your house, your business, your restaurant. You know what you can do about it? If uh, there's a lot of smoke and a lot of, you know, the carcinogens, carcinogens from the uh, smoking that's plugging up your air, uh, go to filterby.com and get yourself a new air filter. That will filter out all of the bad stuff in the air indoors. Um, at filterby.com, they have these filters that are double the industry standard MERV rating, which means they easily filter out mold and pollen and dust and other allergens, allergy-creating and aggravating pollution. The only thing easier than changing an air filter with FilterBuy is forgetting to buy more of them and, and remembering when it's time to do that. You can set all that up in advance with a convenient auto delivery. You'll save 5% on the filters, and then you never have to worry about it ever again. FilterBuy manufactures all of their products right here in America. So take advantage of this American company who has a convenient and great product for you to clean up and breathe easier inside your home go to filterby.com today and get the best price on top quality filters shipped free within 24 hours don't even have to go to the store and uh and have that hassle filterby.com that's filterby.com pat gray unleashed on the blaze radio network Welcome. 888-900-3393. Houston Astros, World Series champions for the first time in their history. Mm -hmm. Been around since, there were the Colt 45s at first, and I think it was 1962 or 63 when they changed over to the Astros. Had never won before. Uh, They were one of, is it just two franchises? Was it just the Astros and the Rangers that hadn't won a World Series? Uh, Really? No, maybe not. Um, we'll look into that, but, uh, the Astros are no longer among those who have not won a world series. They beat the Dodgers four games to three game seven, five to one Astros last night. Uh, so this is great. After such a terrible year, uh, and such a, uh, devastating event as that hurricane was, to now bolster the people's spirits there with that World Series championship is great. Are there five teams that haven't won? Uh, there's eight. Eight, okay. And, yeah, I mean, you got the Washington Nationals. Oh, right. Tampa mm-hmm. Bay Rays. Yes. Colorado Rockies. Okay. Seattle Mariners. Mariners still yeah. haven't won one. Yeah, we're going back in time as to when the franchise was established. Wow. Uh, Texas Rangers. Yes. Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. San Diego Padres. Oh, that's right. Oh, and this story isn't updated. The oldest franchise to not win a World Series until last night, the Houston Astros. Wow. So the San Diego Padres are now the oldest franchise that has yet to win a title. When did they come to be? 1969. Okay. Uh, 888 900 
33.93. Also, this is uh, kind of interesting. Papa John's, the official pizza of the NFL. It's the one where Pat, Peyton Manning is, uh, he owns a bunch of franchises, I guess. He, he bought into uh, the franchise, and so he does a lot of the commercials with uh, John uh, Schnatter. Papa. He says that they're suffering the effects of the NFL's poor leadership. During a Wednesday conference call with investors, Schnatter said the NFL has hurt Papa John's shareholders. The controversy is polarizing the customer, polarizing the country. The NFL has hurt us and placed direct blame on the national anthem player protests. We are disappointed the NFL and its leadership did not resolve this. Leadership starts at the top, and this is an example of poor leadership. Pretty Uh strong statement Uh from him. Uh, I would say that doesn't bode well for Roger Goodell Mm -mm. because uh, Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, kind of spoke out against him. And now you've got a major sponsor speaking out against him. Really high-profile major sponsor that is directly blaming the NFL for their their sales going down. And I, you know, that could be it. I don't know. I don't know if it's the NFL protest that is hurting. Well, see, less people are watching the NFL uh, this year, and so less people are seeing his ads. Actually, I think Papa John's pretty good pizza. I yeah, like it. Me too. Uh, when we order, it's usually from Papa John's. So, uh, it's, I don't think their pizza is the problem, right? People like it as a rule. Uh, what people don't like the NFL players disrespecting the national anthem and the flag. Yep. Meanwhile, a singer, Colombian, uh, Canadian singer, Lido Pimienta. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 You know, Lido, right? Oh, sure. Lido Pimienta. Sure. Sure. Asked white audience members okay. to move to the back of the concert hall Sorry? and the people of color <clears throat> to move to the front during her performance at the Halifax Pop Explosion, mm. the Marquee Ballroom in Nova Scotia uh, last month. <laughs> Pimienta's request was nothing new. It's, I guess it's often part of her shows. Oh, that's cute. This time it apparently met with some resistance. A white female volunteer who was reportedly there to pho- photograph the show along with several other white audience members, reacted to the singer's desire to get brown girls to the front with what festival officials called aggressive and overt racism. No joke. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. And and Wow. I mean, you're telling the white people to get to the back of the bus, essentially? Yeah, that's right. And what kind of singer is this chick? She is Lodi. some kind of singer. I oh, don't good. know Sorry what kind. Pimienta. Latina uh, uh-huh. music, probably. Uh, uh, I would I would hazard a guess. Yeah, genres, electro-pop, music of Latin America. Tell you what, why don't I just not stand in the back of the room? I'm just going to leave. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Period. Absolutely. Ugh. Asking uh, white folks to... White makes space for those who are 100% of the time oppressed in our system is an act of love and unity, according to Lito Pimienta. Uh, Men to the back and women to the front and brown girls in the front of white women because brown women are more oppressed than YTs. What are YTs? Young Young uh, transvestites? uh, YTs. I don't even know what that is. It's all love, she says. Oh, my gosh. Sure it is. Really? That's an act of love. Now we're good. Uh, some people didn't buy that. She said, this is a masterclass on victimhood. 
as soon as you hear justify existence, you know you're dealing with a pro. Mm. Uh, I am a white Latina, Lito. Where should I be in your concerts? Really good uh, question. WTF, Halifax, Pop Explosion, and Lito Pimienta are pure racist and hateful. What a grotesque display of racism. I agree. I mean, and but it's okay now, right? It's it's okay that you're racist against if it's directed to white people. Yes, it's okay. Yeah, well, at least you know. I mean, you know, no especially white. Battle. If it's white men, it's really okay. You can do pretty much whatever you want to white men, and it doesn't matter. It's not a hate crime. What was the what was the uh, white tea reference? Because whenever in doubt, you go you go to UrbanDictionary.com. Okay, yeah, white tees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know what that means. Yeah, but what did what, what was the uh, said, uh, let's see. Uh, Lito wrote men to the back and women to the front and brown girls in front of white women because brown women are more oppressed than white tees. Okay. Um, Urban Dictionary definition number two might help us out here. White tee would be whitey. As in get get in front of the whitey tees. Wow. But it is white tees. Wow. Is that racist? Good grief. I mean, if you even as a white person got remotely close to anything similar but reciprocated, you would not be alive, quite frankly. Just unbelievable. That's it. Can you imagine the reverse of this? A white person up on stage telling minorities to get to the back of the room and we want uh, all the white girls and guys to come up in front. Oh, the humanity. This would be covered as the only thing on every Every single newscast. The person who said that would never work again. For sure not. They, they'd be boycotted. They'd be drummed out of society. They'd have to go into hiding. Mm-hmm. Wow. 888-900-3393. We're going to be right back with your calls. Uh, we got more people that are uh, fired up over the smoking issue. This always fires people up. People are passionate <laughs> about the smoking issue and whether you should be allowed to smoke in restaurants and at work and... And should people who don't smoke receive extra time because they're not out taking smoking breaks? 888-900-3393. Coming up on Pack Ray Unleashed. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here i am on the blaze radio network it's true uh we got uh, jeffy coming up with uh, chewing the fat first let's go to mike he's been holding for a while mike in north carolina welcome to the blaze hey pat hey. um let's talk about the real issue here um your uh bigotry towards uh smokers hey, and uh, I'm, I'm i'm triggered are you really? And, uh, Amen, Mike. Thank you. And I'm, I'm actually going to need your uh, portable safe space. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mike, Mike wow. are you so stressed out you're going to need to go and have a cigarette now to kind of <laughs> chill out? Yeah, I, 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 I just, I'm smoking right now. I am. <laughs> <laughs> right. let, let me just add, uh, you and Glenn, uh, I used to be a Democrat. Y'all changed my life. Y'all really are doing oh, awesome. good work. Thank, Thank you. you. Wow. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. We're sending crisis right. workers uh, to your to your safe space right now. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be there in just a few minutes to counsel with you. All right. It is uh, time to chew the fat <laughs> with Jeffy. Uh, that's what that music means. That's no, I got it. it. Yeah. Hey, you were talking about uh, Papa John's. Yes. And uh, slamming the NFL. John but Schnatter. I love this. The... Uh, uh, I love the fact that, really, that's kind of Jerry Jones and getting the businesses to slam Goodell and get him out, right? I mean, they, I think they so, want yeah. him gone. I think that's it's a concerted effort yes. right now. Huh. And it's interesting because Jerry Jones, uh, like a month ago or so, just, just a few weeks ago, said that he was really good friends and had a great relationship with Goodell. Of course he did. It sure doesn't sound like it now. Of course, he's great friends. Yeah. He's great friends. I love, Sounds like I, he wants him gone now. Love Roger. Mm-hmm. Love Roger. <laughs> I love Roger until I didn't. Yeah. Until he continued to push this issue, and now my running back can't play for six games. And not alone. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's not. Uh, he, uh, obviously, Jerry's not alone. And there were a number of other cases, right? We t- I think we yeah. talked a little bit about this yesterday. But, I mean, the the relocation of teams, uh, the mm-hmm. Ray Rice issue, obviously, Jerry's pissed about Zeke. And, uh, mm-hmm. and now this. But, you know, I love the spin, too, because... Like one story, Papa John slams NFL for poor leadership, right? After sales slump. Yeah. And then one one article, Papa John CEO blames black athletes for disappointing pizza sales. What? Oh, that's, that's not. Who spun it like that? That is not, that's what, not, he what, he said. That's not, not what he close. said. That's not what he said. Not even close. Where that's correct. That? That's unbelievable. But, not even close. Right. Uh, and, the, you know, this, this whole article, yeah, this whole article is uh, beating up. Uh, Papa and the rest of uh, some of the owners that have slammed uh, different happenings throughout the NFL. But I just love the spin. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, look, that's what they're going to do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I see there's another article. When you think you don't have it good and you're playing for, I don't know, even a rookie salary of four hundred and twenty, four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, uh, and you're still mm-hmm. considering uh, the guy that you're playing for, your slave master, uh, consider the headline that China... I believe now is going to start uh, sending people who uh, don't stand and honor the national anthem uh, to prison. <laughs> so uh, well, it's a tad different. Mm-hmm. That's all. It's mm-hmm. just, a, just a tad different place to live. That's mm-hmm. all. Don't worry. So don't worry about it. Hey, millennials, we talk about uh, watching TV and YouTube and Netflix and how television is going away, but millennials spending more time watching content on TV than they are digital platforms, according to a new report mm. uh, from the Visit Video Advertising Bureau. Combined uh, pay TV subscriber losses approached one million. Yeah, I saw that. Approached. They're freaking out about it, and they should because now they're talking about. I mean, it's wow. and it's supposed to even, you know, quadruple from that as uh, within the next two or three years, which is what was that huge. first statistic that you uh, threw out there? Uh, combined pay TV subscriber losses. And approached a million in Q2. And, and so cord cutting uh, across all all platforms, all cable mm-hmm. platforms. But the millennials spend most companies. time per month watching TV than YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Netflix. So TV is still up there. Like surprises over the air? me. But I do like that. Well, wow. see, what the way they the way they do this though, the platform uh, uh, spend more time watching uh, live and time shifted television. 
that's how they're getting that's got to be the dvrs right yeah. that's got to be the recorded mm-hmm. i love the mm-hmm. time shifted television yeah so they're really because i mean i watch a lot of uh a television and their total is like 18 to 34 is 5400 minutes Pfft. 5400 minutes standing on my hands but uh, <laughs> but they, but time shifted i mean right i watch it on my own time yeah uh, I don't watch, you know, so I'm, you don't I, I don't to. go out of my way to, it's eight o'clock. I've got to watch Blue Bloods. Right. Uh, you know, I, I watch it. We record it and watch it when you can. That was our childhood, right. though. The, it sure you, was. You were either in front of the TV at the appointed time or it was game over for yeah, you. Yeah, it sure was. So TV won't be the platform that receives the highest amount of time spent from millennials in the long term, though, with the cord cutting going on. So it looks like. Because they're talking about uh, projected to reach five million a year uh, in 2006 versus two million this year. Or 2016. AT&T What's going and DirecTV lost 385,000 subscribers. 125,000 for, for Comcast for the quarter. Yeah. 104,000 for Charter. 18,000 Verizon Files. Look at that. I mean, they're hemorrhaging subscribers. Look at that. I mean, I, and hemorrhaging. I, I'm one that cut it and then got it back. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, well, I cut it and then the cable company, another cable company came to my house and broke down the door and put in boxes and hooked it up. And, wow. Were you not at home? I mean, stop over? I was scared for my life. But, oh, no. uh, you know, I told them, go ahead. Don't harm the family. Don't harm me. Put them really? back in. Go ahead. Yeah. And that saved your life right there. <laughs> right. You. By letting them do it. Yeah. Interestingly, too, this new push by YouTube, uh, YouTube TV, TV is uh, impressive. They're everywhere. Uh, oh, watch the- YouTube Red? World Series last night, and uh, they are really hammering that. They're spending a fortune promoting that mm-hmm. service. And plus, you can watch a lot of the, like, um, uh, Roku, uh, when the big games are on, uh, big games like World Series and the National Championship games and stuff like that. If you go, if you have Roku, you go onto well, the home with screen. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube yeah, you just watch it. Turn promoting it the fact we got it. that it's all live. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Put it, put it on for you. So... The, the other thing that's been interesting that I, I don't know how it works yet, but I keep meaning to look into it is the uh, the PlayStation TV. Mm. PlayStation TV, uh, I think you can select a la carte, right? Wow. Can't you just it, pick it, the channels, it, pick and choose channels you want? Sound, you know, I and I have not looked, I have not done checked into it. You're right. It sounds like that. Sounds like you I can. Think, I mean, there's got to be some. It's changing though. Everything's changing. I. I, I'm all for the a la carte. Let me pick what I watch. Yeah. I mean, the cable box that I have now, the only the reason I let cable back in is because of uh, really about two shows that I wanted to watch live. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and then uh, the rest of it, and their price was so much cheaper than what I was paying before. I was like, all right, go ahead. Because when you start talking about you're paying for Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu, mm-hmm. you start, those start adding up, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, you cut the cable. I just wanted some live things to come along with it. But, if you let me pick what I want to watch live, great. Yeah, I I'm have. For that. I, I probably have five hundred some channels. Oh, more than that. And I maybe watch. I watch the sports channels: ESPN, Fox Sports. That's about all live. NFL Network. Uh, I watch Food Network sometimes, and that's a maybe HGTV every once in a while. But that's about it. But you could do without. You, about you're, you're not doing anything. Uh, time stamped on hgtv or food network you're Mm -hmm. like i'm in front of the television i'll watch it Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. i mean you're not thinking oh hey bill's uh (laughs) bill's roasting show is coming on i've got to sit down and watch it (laughs) oh no i never miss bill's roasting show then i apologize that's like the one cooking show i appointment television (laughs) bill's roasting show is the best roasting show on television (laughs) you like it better than bob's i apologize much better than bob but it was it was strange uh when i didn't have the cable because you just 
you live without it. You learn. I mean, it's, yeah. it's easy. You live without it, and it's. It'd be nice only to couple, just pick a few and pay a lot less. Yeah, there was only a couple like Walking Dead. You know, I, I hated missing yeah. that live. Uh, although I watched it the next very next morning. You know, mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. I bought the Walking Dead package, so Walking Dead would air at 9 p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. uh, on network television. By about 3 a.m. in the morning, Amazon Prime would have it posted. Uh, you know, that latest show. Mm-hmm. Still not live, though. No. It still wasn't live. In her. It really bothered me not to be able to catch it live. But uh, that's about it, really. I think I think Walking Dead and, and the live sports. Live, live sports. sports was tough not to take. That's what keeps me in the game. Yeah. Yep. Live sports was real hard. I, I ended mm-hmm. up doing a lot of uh, listening to radio broadcast streams mm-hmm. for live sporting events, finding their stream and listening to the game. But what's happening now? Amazon's starting to include live sports. Netflix there you go. starting to do live sports. I love YouTube it. <laughs> starting to do live sports. Figuring it out, aren't yeah. they? Yep. Yes, they they're are. They're always behind us, though. They're going to crush well, the cable companies. Crush it. yeah. It's just going to take a little bit of time, but five years maybe, yeah. the networks are going to be in a real, real big hurt and there's only a couple of the networks that are actually trying you know that are catching up a little bit i mean they're on it the rest of them are way, way yeah cbs on. is trying to do their yes, own they are they have been for a while they've got their own ott sir mm-hmm. they've really been pushing that and they've got you know they've got some shows that are going to do it there's a couple of their shows that are some of the number one shows on television so they'll that's what will help those networks mm-hmm. is the shows that people watch uh in uh, carbondale uh southern illinois university in carbondale illinois uh, the only reason I, I worry about Carbondale is my first wife uh, went to school at Southern Illinois University in Carbondale, and so I have a little soft spot in my heart for this uh, for this particular place in the United States of America. They've got a uh, serious problem going on there right now. There's a serial washing machine pooper going on. Uh, what, I'm sorry? What? A serial washing machine pooper going on. Somebody's pooping in washing machines? Yes. So let's stop it, please. <laughs> Put cameras up. Somebody's going around the campus to the different oh. laundry rooms. Yeah, uh, let's. They're talking about uh, you know people. We we encourage people to stay with their laundry uh, machines mm-hmm. while they're doing their laundry. Uh, how about we put up some video cameras and uh, catch the person that's doing it? How about we do that? Are there no toilets on campus? I mean, what's the? <laughs> I guess not. I <laughs> guess not. Uh. I mean, that's one of the last things I would think about doing. Actually, is. Uh, yeah, pooping in a, a <laughs> in a washing machine. Wow, we found something you wouldn't do. Huh. Well, multiple times. I don't want to be a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear, right? Uh, and remember when we were kids, you used to, I mean, when we when, when you were a kid, Pat, not me. What, what am I thinking? But when you were a kid, you used to be able to ride in the backseat of cars without seat belts. Oh, yeah. and, when you were when you were a little baby, yeah, and you were mm-hmm. you used to sit on the on the armrest in the middle between your mom and dad in Thank cars, you. you know, and and your your family members would climb up into the back window ledge and ride when you go on long car trips mm-hmm. and just lay down back there for trips. Well, a Wisconsin mom <clears throat> had a small pool, a plastic pool that she wanted to move, and she put it on top of her minivan, and she didn't have anything to tie it down, so she. Threw her nine-year-old son up there to hold it down. Oh, wow. And, uh, boy, that wound up some people. Yeah, I bet. That and she smart. could face up to 10 years in prison if convicted. <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, that is how times have changed. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a... You wanted to... As, uh, when you were a kid, Pat, not me, I mean. 
Sure. When you were, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, you'd ask know. to ride in that plastic pool on top of the minivan. <laughs> yes. Right? If it falls off, you could fly in it. Uh-huh. Stop real quick, and I'll just slide down the front of the van into the yard. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, in today's world, the mom is getting possible years in prison? Come on now. So some lady, apparently, she, one of the things that happened is that she actually she shouldn't have lied. Because a caller who reported the incident followed the minivan Mm -hmm. horrified watched the driver pull over and put the pool and the boy inside the vehicle then drove off then a short time later the police pulled her over her line i thought it was okay i mean my dad let me do stuff like that when i was young i will say i think that's uh probably not advisable to to allow your nine-year-old child to ride inside a plastic pool on top of your car? Well, he's got holding the pool down. <laughs> I know, I know. So it won't fly off. You got to yeah. weigh it down, right? You get in the pool and you grab onto yeah. the top. I mean, that is kind of crazy. The top of luggage racks on top of the van and hold on. Uh-huh. Right? Yes. And if you don't drive fast, you're fine. I mean, there's a hole in your story, though. I mean, I can't believe this is Wisconsin, not Georgia, where I grew up. I know, I mean, Come I know. on, this so is I... a Georgia story, man. <laughs> or Florida. I know, I know. <laughs> also, uh, I heard you mention, uh, before we get to the real story, before we get to the real story today, uh don't forget to go. There's a new uh, there's a new page up, uh, Mercury One Ball, uh, the uh, Mercury One dot org slash armadillo. And uh, what you're going to want to do is uh, donate to my armadillo so I win the race. Uh, Glenn, Stu, Pat, myself, Brad, Doc, mm-hmm. all have armadillos, oh. and I want my armadillo to uh, win the uh, donation race. What's your armadillo like? Uh, so uh, go. What's that? What's your armadillo like? Tell us about it. He's sleek. Fast. Wow. Got a racing stripe going down the like side? lightning. Okay. Wait, I, I don't know anything about this armadillo race. What's, what? What is it? What? I have an armadillo you in the race. You have an armadillo. Okay. And wh- what are you supposed to direct people to do? Go donate to the armadillo. So donate that you to the armadillo. Win, so that you win the race. Okay. Yeah. All right. Donate to your armadillo uh-huh. so your armadillo wins the race. Mercury1.org slash armadillo. Okay. And vote for the Pat Gray armadillo. No, do not. Jeff Fisher. No, the the Pac Ray armadillo about. is the one. So, Not the Jeff Fisher armadillo. Go to that. All right. So I have fun. We talk about the smoking. Let's we'll get back to this. Let's get to the real story today, shall mm-hmm. we? Yeah. A company in Japan that's now uh, giving its employees an extra six days. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they uh, if they don't smoke, right? I found out what really is the deal. Okay. What okay? is the deal? It has nothing to do with smoking. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, To date, uh, no fewer than 30 of the company's 120 employees have taken the additional days off, except uh, the CEO, who himself is a non-smoker and just took the additional paid holidays (laughs) to take his family to a hot spring resort for a few days. He's the only one that, he's the reason they wanted to do it. (laughs) The only reason he let it happen so he could take more time off. Stop it with the smoking. He's the CEO. He could have done that anytime he wanted to. Stop it. Maybe he's All the he one to was, put the suggestion in the box. That's correct. Oh, look, look at the extra here. times <laughs> off. Look at this. Oh, let's go to the smoking. Smoking, that's it. Agonizing. And plus, uh, you know, if you have an eight-hour workday, mm-hmm. right, you get what? Maybe two 15-minute breaks. But for sure you get a one 15-minute break and an hour lunch, right? 45-minute mm-hmm. break maybe. Mm-hmm. Some places 30-minute lunch, but usually an hour. That's uh, should be plenty of time to smoke for yourself. I, I don't know where these businesses are letting these people go out every every hour. 
Yeah. You've been hearing sometimes every hour. Yeah, Yeah, that's too much. That's way too much. Yeah. In today's world? Too much. If they're not allowing you to smoke inside the building (laughs) while you work to get work done. There's almost nowhere you can do that in America. No way. Uh, No 888-900-3393. Time to be prepared. We tell you about preparedness all the time. And this is another great tool to help you be prepared. It's Gotenna. Where you create a thing. mesh network, and uh, you can power the first 100% off-grid, mobile, long-range, consumer-ready mesh network. Which means you can send texts and GPS locations when cell towers are down. So cool! I got to get one for my wife when she goes. Yeah, camp- when and she if, goes camping. If you don't have a router or satellite, these are perfect. Yes. You just pair the device with your phone using the GoTenna app, or you could leave it unpaired. And put them in strategic locations, and then you can relay communications from device to device. It's awesome. And right now, when you go to Gotenna, G-O-T-E-N-N-A, get that out of your pocket, dot com, use the promo code PAT15. It'll give you 15% off your order of two, four, or eight packs. These are super light. Uh, they, uh, you could plug it, you could just hook them onto your belt loop, and you wouldn't even know it's there. Or your backpack, or just put it in your pocket. They're fantastic. And then you can create a pop-up mesh network anytime, anywhere. You're ready to go. It doesn't matter if cell towers are up or not. Love it. Don't wait until you need it to act. Visit GoTenna.com today. Save 15% with the promo code PAT15. That's GoTenna.com. GoTenna.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. So Apple is almost up to $1 trillion in value. It would be the first time in human history that a company has ever been worth a trillion dollars. They're very close to it now. And they think that the iPhone 10. Uh, I assume it's iPhone 10, not X, right? I don't know. Pets.com didn't get to a trillion? Uh, no. Okay. No, it didn't. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, the iPhone 10 is listed as a base price at $999. It's a $1,000 phone. Wow. But the pre-orders are apparently off the charts. Yeah. Company's website showed delivery times pushed out five to six weeks for the phone. At Wednesday's stock price, $166.89. It's down 1.3% from their record high. So that that puts it at $862 billion. It was at like $913 billion. But I wouldn't be surprised at all. They, they say that the target price... Target price is two hundred and eight dollars, and at that level, it'll be one trillion seventy-four million dollars of valuation. Wow! And then your iPhone will do things you can't even believe. Oh, it would do. For instance, apparently, there's a story now about Chrissy Teigen. She's a a model. Isn't she's married to I think uh, John Legend? John Legend. Yeah. 
And uh, she said something with her phone on something about um, brazier. She was talking about her bra. With her phone, happened happened to be listening. And all of these pictures of her in a bra popped up. So it apparently creates some sort of folder for you. <laughs> it has a nude folder that you didn't know it has. <laughs> and so she... I mean, she just happened to say bra or brazier, and all these photos came up. So then she started telling people about it, and uh, watch out for the folder that your Apple phone is creating without your knowledge. It apparently, it packages all your bikini photos, your lingerie photos, and uh, whatever else you're taking of yourself, packages them all together, and if you mention a key word, they all come up for you. So you have them right there to show the whole world. Isn't that great? There's a solution to that, and that's uh, don't take naked pictures of yourself. Uh, oh. Then that... it doesn't have a folder. Like, I can go to my phone right now and yeah. say brazier, okay. and it's not going to pull up any brazier photos of me. Why not? I haven't taken any. But, I mean, you're not denying the fact you've worn a brazier. You're just saying you haven't taken a picture. Right. Okay, got right. it. Right. All right. Exactly. Wow, that's creepy. It's very creepy. The whole thing is creepy. Why Why is Apple doing that? Why would your phone do that? Unless you set it up. And she says she didn't. And, so, uh, and people have tried it all over the place. Her uh, her post about it on Twitter got 23,000 likes and 12,000 retweets. And I guess everybody else said, yeah, that works. When, when I say bra, pictures of me and my bra come up. Again, <laughs> there's a, a solution to that. And Epidemic. that's don't take pictures of yourself wearing only a bra <laughs> and it also apparently works for dog this article says if you say the word dog or type in the word dog um then pictures of your dog come up if you have pictures of your dog yeah and a brazier i mean you gotta be clear <laughs> you gotta say dog brazier <laughs> the naked pictures of your dog show up sure so that's sure. kind of interesting to each his own look yeah. i mean jeffy's not hey, here well, i'm gonna judge who am i who am i um <laughs> I, I will just say People need to learn a lesson here because this new technology has burned how many women in our society. I mean, all of these models and actresses that say that they've been hacked. Well, if there's no pictures to hack into, then they don't show up on the Internet. Huh? Huh? What a concept. Hmm. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. You can call us at 888-900-3393. You can tweet us at Pat Unleashed. Uh, This comes in from Three Jeeps 3. I'd commit to eating Papa John's once a week if they pulled out of the NFL. Uh, Also from Trav Watkins. Tell Pat Jeffy couldn't ride on top of the car when he was a kid because they hadn't invented the wheel yet. Hey oh that and if he got on top of the car he would have he would have crashed 
through huh. the roof. Oh yeah, then he uh, wouldn't, and then he wouldn't, wouldn't be, on, be top on top anymore. I see. Uh, also, the bl- <laughs> black wolf. Uh, so you believe the government should be taxing vices and penalizing behavior? That's how we end up with Obamacare. I didn't say they should tax vices. I didn't say that. I said that the one of the functions, one of the legitimate functions of government yeah. is to protect the public's health. In public. Since smoking mm. is detrimental to your health, and so is secondhand smoking, that would fall in their purview to tell restaurants not to allow it in their restaurant while people are eating. But I know, I, I understand, because I've been, believe me, been hammered with this before. <laughs> Multiple times. And I know that most conservatives don't believe that. But to me, it's a health issue. There, There's a couple legitimate functions of government. That's one of them. Protect the, the, the health. Yeah, protect our, keep us safe and, and, and protect our health. For instance, there's regulations in a restaurant where you can't go around and sprinkle rat poison all over the all over the floor. Well, essentially, that's what you're releasing when you smoke is like a hundred different kinds of poisons into the air. That's what it is. And do I want that next to me when I'm eating in a restaurant? No, I don't. No, so, I don't. So the, but besides yeah. that, that battle's over. Today's battle is okay. whether a company should be giving. Uh, six vacation days to their non-smoking employees because the smoking employees are out smoking when everybody else is working. Interesting. Of course, that happened in Japan. And then we heard from somebody in Ohio where they gave uh, the non-smokers, and there were only five of them in the office out of 40 people. But So the ones who didn't smoke and didn't go out for breaks every hour, they gave them paid lunch for half an hour, which I think is kind of cool and yeah. apparently made them happy. Yeah, I like so. that. Mm-hmm. There you go. There, there. I mean, there you go. There it is. I mean, we're put we're that done. in your pipe and smoke it, <laughs> or don't. <laughs> See what you did there. I mean, just don't do it in a restaurant that Tats at, because oh, right. then you won't be right lighting so, up at all. That's rich. That's just really rich. <laughs> I okay. just it's uh, okay. Um, also, the guy that they caught, uh, the, he's in in the hospital now. The the guy from. Uzbekistan, mm. the terrorist slob murdering bastard that they, they have in custody now, actually had the nerve, he had the unmitigated gall to ask hospital staff for a for an ISIS flag that he would put up in his room. I mean, really? Wow. Plus, he's happy about what he did. Um, he shouted Allahu Akbar when he uh, slaughtered people. Eight of them he killed and injured 15 more. And, of course, the media's only response to all of this is, now there's going to be, now we're worried about a Muslim backlash. When has there ever been one? Seriously. Is there, has there ever been, after one of these attacks, a backlash against everyday Muslims who live in your community? Not that I've ever seen I know there's reports of them all the time, and usually when you chase down and look into the reports, they were actually made up. But every time, it's like, oh no, now Americans are going to turn against Muslims. We're the victims here. Wait, where are the victims of extremist Islamists? Not them. Nobody's doing anything to them. What are you talking about? Yet, you could almost set your watch by it, by the media 
issuing the warning every time. Drives me out of my mind. Yep. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, the uh, 470,000 Osama bin Laden files that they captured when they killed him have finally been released. There's been organizations, freedom organizations and journalists trying to get access to this since it happened back in 2011. And finally, they said, okay, here. Here it is. And they just dumped it out there. It's going to take years to go through this stuff. 470,000 files, including some audio recordings. One of the things that Osama bin Laden had in his possession and that he watched on his phone or his computer was that uh, Charlie bit me video. <laughs> bit my finger. He bit my, Charlie bit my finger. Remember the English kid? He was like, uh, seven or something, and his awesome. baby brother bit his finger, and, and then that was an internet sensation. Yeah, that, his little brother loved that. Charlie bit my finger. <laughs> Osama bin Laden, in addition to murdering innocent human beings, Oof. was enjoying that video. <laughs> How weird is that? that is weird. How weird is that? Uh, apparently, he studied a lot of uh, Western type events, situations, stories, studied America a lot. Apparently, he had the wrong perception of, uh, of us completely, which is not surprising. Hmm. Uh, a lot of his theories proved wrong. Uh, he wrote them down a lot. He had a 228-page personal handwritten journal. And we have uncovered... Uh, a few of the journal entries. He actually recorded himself as he was writing these down on occasion. Um, like this from uh, August 3rd, 2002. Dear diary, the cave again is filthy. There is dust and grime everywhere. Sheikh Khalid is stopping by tonight. I am very embarrassed. Good help is too hard to find. So that was one entry. Uh, This was dated January 21st, 2003. Dear diary, I have fallen in love with my goat. (laughs) My sheep are jealous. In time, I hope they get over it. That's kind of another interesting. Wow, that's a bizarre love triangle. Let's play play the one from uh, July 14th, uh, 2005. Dear diary, Praise Allah. Peace be upon him. I have found eight more bugs in my beard today. I will not go to bed hungry tonight. So that's kind of interesting. <laughs> that, that's yeah. history right there. It's history. <laughs> wow. It's sticking history. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. and we're, Let's play the, the one from uh, April 26, 2010. Oh. Dear diary. Very soon, I'll be retiring from terrorism. It is now time for me to devote full time to selling facial cream with the infidel Joanna Grind. Oh. So that's kind of interesting. He got her name wrong, though. He called her Grinds. It's actually Joanna Gaines. I see. But, uh, but wow. anyway, he was about to retire. Oh, no. And sell facial cream when he was killed uh, by Navy SEALs. didn't see it coming. Interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Just a few of the uh, entries from the, from the Journal of Osama himself. <laughs> Uh, Fascinating. Also, one of the never before nineteen, never before seen nineteen-page documents contains a senior jihadist assessment of the group's relationship with Iran. This is interesting too. 
I, I didn't realize he was not, Al-Qaeda was not friends with Iran. Uh, he said, Iran offered some Saudi brothers in Al-Qaeda everything they needed, including money, arms, training in Hezbollah camps in Lebanon in exchange for striking American interests in Saudi Arabia and the Gulf. Iranian intelligence facilitated the travel of some operatives with video, with visas while sheltering others. However, he was pissed off at them because they also detained uh, some of his jihadis and he was demanding that they be released. So apparently there were there were some there were some tensions between uh, bin Laden and his organization and Iran, although there was also cooperation. Really fascinating stuff. And, and the amount of Western paraphernalia that he had and food that he had for hating us supposedly so much right. that he wanted to destroy us, he certainly took advantage and used and enjoyed a lot of our, 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 uh, our not just food, but books, uh, videos, movies. Uh, it's, it's kind of interesting. The hypocrisy is amazing. 888 Uh We've also been talking about the, um, in addition to the, the smoking thing, the uh, jihadis. We've also been talking about this uh, Republican tax plan, if you've got comments on that. I, uh, you know, so worthless to me. I, I just don't even know how they come to us with, with this bad a proposal. And this is the starting point. You couldn't start at, let's say, looking for a 10%. Uh, decrease in taxes and then work your way up from there because if you start the negotiating process uh this poorly <laughs> where's it gonna wind up it's like if you if you if you want to raise if you want to raise to fifty thousand dollars and now you're making 30 you don't go in and say yeah i want thirty two thousand dollars please because you'll wind up at thirty one five so if you want a raise of $50,000 and and you say and you're making 30 now, you say I am looking for a raise of $65,000 and then you meet them at 50, <laughs> right? Mhm. Mm-hmm. How how is this difficult to comprehend and understand? You don't start here. Yeah, and knowing the track record of the GOP and the GOP leadership, what do you want to bet by the time this thing gets voted on, we're all going to have higher tax yeah. rates. Yeah. <laughs> It'll actually go up. Judy in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, guys. How are you? Love the new show, Pat. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Listen, I don't understand why we voted them in. I don't either. These guys are Democrat light. Mm -hmm. I just called both Toomey and and, uh, Ryan. Yeah. And I said, from from my district, and I said to them, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Forgive me. I know you guys are better Christians than I am. But I, I don't understand what the hell you're doing. I know. I don't understand why we voted for you. I, it doesn't appear that any one of them took an economics class, even mm. in high school. I, I just don't understand it. I was so flippin' mad. Mm. I sounded on the phone to them like I sounded that time when I called you guys when you were in Israel when the Republican Party shafted... Uh, governor perry that time yeah that's how bad i was i was furious absolutely furious i don't know that i'll ever vote for a republican again yeah i i i'm kind of i'm kind of over it as well it's just it's so 
frustrating and it it doesn't get any better and you can yell and scream at them all we want and we have and they still don't seem to get it i i you know i I guess it's time to go with libertarians i i don't know uh thanks for the call judy and i i'll feel your pain i do i feel your pain but i don't know what to do about it because you know we we tell them until we're blue in the face what we want them to do and then they don't do it and libertarians sometimes aren't the answer because some of those guys are pretty liberal. Uh, like Johnson was terrible. He was a terrible libertarian. Yeah, that's a that he's a lino. Gary Johnson, was, yes, was a lino. He was a libertarian <laughs> in name only. He was absolutely awful. Yeah, he agreed more with Bernie Sanders. He had more in common with a socialist than he did a conservative. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Cosmo Hertz kids. Um, Cosmo Hurt Kids is on a mission. The founder is Victoria Hurst, and the Hurst family owns the Hurst Corporation, which publishes Cosmopolitan Magazine, known as Cosmo. But she also believes that Cosmo contains pornography that's harmful to children. Uh, case in point, somebody sent this to us yesterday. I think this is fascinating and so appropriate at this particular time and point. One of the Cosmo articles this month, This is what it's like to fall in love with your brother. Defying laws and societal taboos, one couple shares their undeniable connection. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, do you want want your 10-year-old reading that? You know, then not to mention the racy pictures inside. I mean, we all know what Cosmo is all about. And she doesn't want it closed down. She doesn't want to censor the magazine. She just wants the state's harm material, harmful to minor laws, applied to Cosmo. So you can't sell Cosmo to kids under 18. Just that simple. Really easy. We're all about the First Amendment, but we're all about our kids, too. And so we want to keep pornography out of the hands of our kids. Visit CosmoHertz.com to learn more. That's CosmoHertzKids.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Here. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray. Tomorrow after the show, join me and Jeffy for a Facebook Live. Uh, we go over the week's headlines. Continue to berate him for being a smoker, of course. Uh, so tomorrow, join us at Facebook.com slash The Blaze or Facebook.com slash Pat Gray Unleashed. 2 o'clock Central, 3 Eastern. Okay. Uh be there. Hmm. Aloha, as they once said on Hawaii Five-0. Once? Oh, they said it more than once, baby. <laughs> okay, they said it twice. Okay. Uh, the JFK files? Uh-huh. Tell us about that. Seems like we were right. Uh, we told you that uh, Adolf Hitler didn't die in a bunker with Eva Braun. Thank you. They didn't commit suicide. <sighs> Instead, he sneaked out of the country and for a while lived in Colombia and then went to Argentina. Uh. One, one of the we didn't find anything new about JFK, sadly, but we did find out about uh, a CIA informant who said uh-huh. 
mm-hmm. that Hitler was living in Colombia. Oh, wow. He was still alive and living in Colombia. And I guess they followed it up. They sent a CIA agent down there to check it out. Sure. Uh, Gotta do that. And they actually, they were kind of skeptical of the report. Were they? But uh, they, they never f- actually found Adolf living in Colombia or Argentina. But so that, but the, you know, the, con- the conspiracy continues. Mm-hmm. Father Crispy. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you believe he was Father Crispy or whatever. Uh, what? Uh, yeah. Don't belittle that. Not Father Crispy. Father Crespi. Crespi. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. No. Down there in South America, hanging out with uh, all those uh, artifacts and uh, lots of high-priced art that was stolen from Jewish families by Nazi higher-ups. Yeah, he did. This Crespi guy mm-hmm. did have a lot of art, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. And he sure did have a really big funeral for being a poor or how many, people, how many people supposedly attended it? That'd be more than 2,000. 2,000. And it was marked with a ceremony rivaling that of a king. But, I mean, he was just a poor Catholic priest in a jungle in South America, right? <laughs> so, you're, I mean, are you you're pretty convinced? I will say that of all the conspiracy theories in the world, okay? All right, every one of them. <clears throat> the one that I have always believed more far and away than any other one was this one. Oh, really? That Hitler was Father Crespi. Yeah. What, what about the the fact that we didn't go to the moon? Oh, no, I, that's, I believe that absolutely went to the moon. I said of the conspiracy theories that that are out there. I know that are, and you you believe that that Hitler was Father Crespi more than you believe. Like we gun didn't to my go head, to the noon? all moon? of the conspiracy theories out there. Uh-huh. If I had to put my money on only one of them being real, it would be Father Crespi, right? Yeah, I, we okay. absolutely went to the moon. Let's make that clear. Yes, we did. Okay. Yes. So, but this uh, this Father Crespi thing has fascinated me for years. I mean, that's what happens when you... It is kind of interesting. Your first full-time radio job is running the board overnights, uh, listening oh. to Coast to Coast AM in Atlanta, oh, Georgia. Right. Yeah. Did uh, did Art Bell believe that? That, that uh, Father Crespi was Hitler? Here's Art Bell's um, commitment to most uh, conspiracy theories. Fascinating. <laughs> that's interesting fascinating west of the rockies thank you yeah that's that's his commitment there. uh this is kind of interesting too uh the global effects of el nino seem to have passed now and <laughs> we've cooled to a value just before the event according to data from the uk hadley climate center okay this is from a great britain climate center that is reporting now that the earth continues to cool. I'm sorry, you keep using that word. Cool? Are we, is the planet allowed to ever cool? Uh, not if you're <laughs> to listen to Al Gore, no. Uh, ocean temperatures are dropping, and now we have confirmation that global air temperature is dropping as well. The latest data is in, and uh, we're back to the same level as before the 2014-2016 Super El Nino event heated up the planet. Wait, wait. I just it's so irritating that they won't acknowledge any of this. What heated up the planet? El Nino. I thought it was global warming. No. Yeah, I thought it was climate they want, change. They want you to believe that so badly. You're seeing a cyclical pattern yeah, that warms up the planet. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Hmm. As if that happens on the earth <laughs> from time to time. Huh. Gosh, how about that? So <sighs> 
quoted uncertainties are computed into integrating across the distribution described by the 100 ensemble members together with additional measurement and sampling error. Anyway, what they're saying is <laughs> the Earth is cooling and it's because El Nino's over. It had heated us up for a couple of years. There was the there was the pause in warming, and then it warmed back up for a couple of years, and now the El Nino event is over, and it's cooling again. So I, you know, but will will Al Gore acknowledge this? No, no. Will anybody in the global warm? Will you hear uh, Bill Nye say anything about global cooling? Of course not. Of course not, because the discussion is over as far as they're concerned. For some reason, um, science has now become just listen to what I'm telling you and shut up. Mm-hmm. It hasn't become like, well, can we investigate this a little bit? No. Uh, there are some conflicting reports here. You're just shouted down at that point if you say anything like that. It's a fanatical cult. Are you a denier? It is. It's a religion. It's it's a cultish religion of some sort now where they again worship the created not the creator and they're worshiping the earth as if it's this fragile entity that's about to break because we drive suvs on top of it now <laughs> like the creator didn't know that was going to happen wow i didn't see suvs coming huh. wish i'd factored that into the plan should have made that planet and their climate a little more durable <laughs> 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 My bad. <laughs> oh well, you know maybe they'll spend ninety trillion dollars and fix it. I don't know. Who we'll see. Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing. Eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, kind of an interesting uh, is something we never hear from. Uh, someone we never hear from. Clarence Thomas of the United States Supreme Court has actually done a rare interview. Had some great things to say about the shape America's in right now. What binds us? What do we all have in common anymore? And the, I think we have to think about that. I think this is uh, when I was a kid, even as we had laws that held us apart, there were things that we held dear and that we all had in common. And I think we have to, we always talk about the pluribus unum. What's our unum now? We have the pluribus, what's the unum? And I think it's a great country. Uh, I think we, for whatever reasons, have made it our, some people have decided that the Constitution isn't worth defending, that the history isn't worth defending, that the culture and principles aren't worth defending. Then, you know, certainly if you're in my position, they have to be worth defending. That's what keeps you going, that's what, energizes you that's what makes it the endeavor all of the criticism the the other things that's what makes it all acceptable because what you're doing is so important and so critical to the things that matter so i don't know what it is that we have we can say instinctively we have as a country in common guys fantastic and he's He's one of the few impediments to uh, between us and the abyss. Yeah. He's one of the few people that's standing between us and total civilization mm-hmm. breakdown now. And he's a big-time Nebraska Cornhusker fan, I'd like to point out. Is he? Yeah. Is he from Nebraska? I uh, know Jenny is. And so he fell okay. in love with her and then fell in love with the University of Nebraska. Yeah. Well. 
I'm a little more concerned with the way he rules from oh. the from the court, really? you know, from his seat in Wait, the uh, but which matters Supreme more, court. football or yeah, the Constitution? It's pretty close, pretty close, but Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, you know, one thing I'd, uh, I'd like to see stopped, and that's hazing, uh, especially on college campuses. People are being, they're being killed over getting into a, a frat house or onto a sports team. 21 students at a New York college have been charged with hazing fraternity pledges by making them drink alcohol, forcing them to eat food off the floor, and vomiting and urinating on them. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Yeah, it's what kind of animals? Jeez, that is just... And how is that fun? How is that fun? How is it desirable to put people through that? How, how are you okay with vomiting on somebody? How is that okay? We are just a grotesque society. I mean, it's just getting worse and worse. Uh, State University of New York at Plattsburgh authorities say campus police were told in late September that pledges to the Phi Alpha Nu fraternity had been subjected to demeaning and abusive behavior that included being hit on the buttocks with a paddle. University officials say the charges include hazing, criminal nuisance, and unlawfully dealing with a child that pertains to providing alcohol to people under 21. Um... They also, when they started looking into this, found the peeing on them and the uh, vomiting on them. It just, it, you know, we just had that story a few months ago about the kid. Uh, seemed like a really good kid. He had just gone to, was it Penn State? Is yeah. that where that happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he went to some <laughs> frat party and they they were hitting him in the stomach to to haze him. That was part of the initiation or whatever. And he wound up on the floor, doubled over. After drinking all night and being hit and kicked, and then he fell down the stairs and he laid there and people stepped over him all night long and he died by by morning he was gone he was dead and then they laughed at him they mocked him they took selfies with him somebody actually called uh, one of the other frat idiots and said hey I I think something's really wrong we need to get him some help and they told him to to man up, stop being a baby. And then by morning, it was too late. I mean, he was in such bad shape that if they would have called early, as soon as he fell down the stairs, the, the kid would be alive today. He's 20 years old or 21, maybe even younger than that. Uh, his parents are heartbroken. Yes. And you just hear of these stupid hazing things over and over again. Stop it. What is the attraction to do that to another I human being? I don't know. Then there was the high school football team that was, uh, I mean, using broomsticks in places against these guys and really hurting them badly. I mean, really causing serious injuries to them. Just awful stuff and i don't know what is the appeal 
And I think back to my time in football in high school, and I think we I would have never even thought of that. That wouldn't have even occurred to me. How do you even begin to think, hey, you know, it'd be great. Let's get a broomstick and uh, really hurt this guy with it. Hmm. Pat, I'm going to put you on the spot. All right. Is this society retrievable? Well, I, I'm i a generally optimistic guy. Oh, good. Good. So I'm going to say mm. yes. Oh, that's more of a hope okay. than a belief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope it's retrievable. I don't. Let's you know. Let's open that up. Eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. What do you think? Is it retrievable? Mm. How do we do it? Uh, first of all, you know, maybe we get our kids out of public school. Maybe that's step one. Step one. Kids out of school. Step one. So we can teach them respect and. Uh, sensitivity to human beings again maybe we get them away from video games uh you know because when you sit there in front of a video game and play it non-stop for 10 or 15 hours mm-hmm. i think something rewires in your head particularly if the video game is nothing but killing Gore. and yeah yeah mm-hmm. and some of these things you know like the what's the um grand theft auto like 19 or whatever oh, they're up yeah. to now. Go Those around. things are, I mean, they're running over prostitutes and shooting people in the head and killing cops and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, you just say, well, it's just a game. Well, yeah, but, I mean, is that registering somewhere? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it's uh, it's building up a, a catch in your, in, your, in your brain there. You mm-hmm. know? And uh, mm-hmm. I can't, I'm, I'm with you on this. I, there's something I'm sure that happens uh, internally there uh, that's uh, more long-term than just, oh, time to turn it off and go to bed. Yeah, and something's haywire. When you can do this to human beings and be okay with it, when you, when you can walk by a kid who just fell down the stairs and he's obviously hurt and he's obviously drunk and you kick him in the stomach yeah. and walk off. I, I think, Wow. I think there's two issues there. It's the one that... They did this, and this groupthink mentality worked mm-hmm. two ways that night. Number one, all of these guys thought this was okay and did this over and over until this kid was completely uncomfortable, he's dead. Mm-hmm. And then that's a house full of other individuals who were so non-individuals didn't take it upon themselves. You know, hell, I know how to dial 911. What the hell do I have to get permission from someone else or say, hey, I think you should do this? Yeah. Nobody thought, you know what? I'm going to be the one to call. I'm go- yeah, I'm going to call for help right now. And if we get in trouble, we get in trouble. I'm calling for help right now. But yeah, nobody nobody thought that, at least not for the first, what, 10 or 12 hours. 888 so Also, there's a Forbes editor. What, what has happened to Forbes magazine? Uh, the EPA says the EPA chief who quotes Old Testament scripture is scarier than people yelling Allahu Akbar. Jeez. I, what? I, I don't even know how you put that together in your head. According to this Forbes editor, there's a far scarier thing than the jihadi battle cry right before a suicide vest is detonated or before a rented truck plows through helpless victims. And this was, you know, this is in the wake of the attack in New York City the other day. 
where he shouted, Allahu Akbar, killed eight people, wounded a dozen others, and now Forbes deputy editor Hala Turalai tweeted about her fears that EPA chief Scott Pruitt was quoting the Old Testament. I, I mean, uh, the, this is what uh, Pruitt said scares her more than mass murder. In the book of Joshua, there's a story about Joshua leading the people of Israel into the promised land after Moses passed away. And Joshua says to the people of Israel, choose this day whom you're going to serve. And I would say to you, this is sort of like the Joshua principle that it relates to grants to this agency. You're going to have to choose either service on the committee to provide counsel to us in an independent fashion, or you can choose grants, but you can't do both. <laughs> Were that statement is scarier than somebody yelling Alahu Akbar and blowing themselves up at a on a bus full of children or running over the top of people on a bike route. Just, I mean, you ask the question again, is it retrievable? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no. I hope so, but sometimes it doesn't seem like it. Mm-mm. Like when you're looking at stories that are that stupid, when when you find out that people are that butt stupid that they can't <laughs> reason that out. Wow. 888-900-3393. Let's go to Joyce in Rhode Island. Uh, Joyce, welcome to The Blaze. Hi, how are you, Pat? Good. Um, my thought is just on the hazing, how, how ridiculous yeah. kids can be to one another. Yeah. And... The school's allowing them. They should just be, like, expelled and never let in a college for the rest of their life. Yeah, it has to be... Terrible. You talk about zero-tolerance policies. Uh, I mean, how is there not zero-tolerance for hazing like that? Right. You can't bring a gun into school. You shouldn't be able to treat a human that way. Never mind. They won't let you treat an animal like that. Why would they let you do that in a college? Exactly. It's just crazy. And I want to say I love you guys... And why are you, you picking on Jeffy all the time? Oh, he loves it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you guys, I'm telling you, I have headphones on listening at work, uh-huh. and I crack up by myself laughing. He's our hoot. Thanks, Joyce. Appreciate it. Show. Thank you. Love it. Uh, you know, not only should you expel the perpetrators, but shut down the fraternity. If, if you have, if there's any evidence that you have hazed your pledges, we're going to shut down your fraternity. And that frat house... Wouldn't that stop it? Yeah. That frat house of brainwashed teenagers, if you had said, she made the point, they wouldn't do that to an animal. Right. Right. If you said, all right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to kick and punch a dog, throw it down the stairs, and then we're going to, maybe 12 hours from now, we're going to say, hey, uh, come and get this dog. I mean, They'd never do it. Right? They would never do that. They would punch and kick you for even suggesting that. An animal. It's a devaluation of human life. I would suggest we do neither. Yes, me too. But it's like... Me too. We have no sense of... Wait, there is no value in human life. You're right. So, are we retrievable, Pat? And does part of that come... Part of that comes from the the abortion discussion. Hmm. Because there's no value placed on that human life. So, that carries over to other human life. Uh, this, is, this is all tied in to the same place. And, of course, it all ties it back to we've removed God from society, too, which uh, is also contributing to this problem. 
is it retrievable? Yeah, but first of all, we have to retrieve the U.S. Constitution, and we have to make God a part of our society again. Uh, those two things, if you do those two things, it's definitely retrievable. Hmm. I mean, we could thrive again if we did those two things. Restore the Constitution. How do you do that? Well, you teach it to your kids. You make sure they're learning it. You make sure they understand it, and you make sure they're devoted to protecting it. <clears throat> and then, because if they, if they don't know what's in the Constitution, they're never going to be able to protect it. If they don't know that their rights come from God, they're not going to understand it when the government takes their rights from them. They're going to think that's okay. Well, no, the government can't take it because the government didn't give it. It's not theirs to take. And, you know, we have people like Chuck Todd in the news media who don't even understand that simple concept. Chuck Todd was all confused over Roy Moore saying that our rights don't come from government, they come from God. And he thought that meant he didn't believe the Constitution is as written. <laughs> have you read our founding fathers? No. No. Come on. You know, you would think a guy like Chuck Todd has. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't mm. you think that he would know at least that much that our rights come from God? Even if you disagree with it, to completely dismiss it, it sounded like he didn't even he wasn't even familiar with the concept. Oh, uh, no. the, the guy wasn't even familiar with the concept. I wonder if I could find that again. Yeah, it was so yeah. unbelievable. You look for that. I'm going to see where Chuck Todd uh, ended up uh, maybe going. Early life and education. Let's see here. Uh, let's see. George Washington University. He went to, he went to GW University. Mm -hmm. Declared a major in political science, a minor in music. Yeah, you would think, okay, maybe they studied Never graduated. what the founder said. And then, and then you listen to what he said about Roy Moore down in Alabama. Roy Moore, where the phrase Christian conservative doesn't even begin to describe him, could very well be your next U.S. senator. Mm -hmm. And you don't understand just how freaked out some folks in the GOP and the White House are about what that means, then you don't know Roy Moore. Really? First off, he doesn't appear to believe in the Constitution what? as it's written. Huh. Really? Our rights don't come from government. They don't come from a Bill of Rights. They come from Almighty God. Now, that's just a taste of what are very fundamentalist views that have gotten him removed from office <laughs> wow. twice wow. as Alabama's chief justice. I mean, that that's a complete lack of understanding of what he's saying there. Mm. That, that's a complete... I mean, it's like he'd never even heard the concept, isn't it? I kind of like that, it's amazing. Chuck Todd referring to me as a fundamentalist. I've never been called a fundamentalist. <laughs> I'm kind of liking that now. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up in a sec. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. Uh-huh. 888-933-93. It is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Keith, producer Keith brought up a, a question. Is is our society retrievable? All these stories that we have every day, kind of, it can beat you down a little bit where you think, geez, do we even have a chance? Yes, we do. But mm. we have to do certain things. It's going to take some work on our part. Okay. I really believe it. 
it's going to take some work. Restoring the Constitution uh, and restoring God to his rightful place in our society. John Adams said it. You got that little key uh, ring or something? Uh, yes, yes. No, oh, it's, wow. It's buried on my phone. It's wow. not on your phone, is it? I have lost what respect for your geekdom you don't when even... you don't have that at the ready. Use your phone. It was. He said mm-hmm. that the Constitution is designed only for a moral people. Yep. It's wholly inadequate for any other. Yep. And, yep. and it's true. So uh, if we're immoral, uh, we're, we're not going to be able to follow the Constitution. And then things like this, uh, you puke on pledges and pee on them, and you think that's cool. Or when they drink so much, they fall down the stairs, you kick them in the stomach on your way by. Uh, I just, it's... Let, let, me, let, me, let me explain to you real quickly why I think we're not a retrievable society. You just said... Oh, you do think we're irretrievable? Oh, absolutely. Without question. I've given up. The light's gone out. So look, here's, wow. here's the thing. You just said we have to teach the Constitution. We have to get back to constitutional principles. Um, We had a great chance. The Republican Party, conservatives in general, could have Mm -hmm. nominated in 2016 a guy by the name of Ted Ted Cruz, Cruz. who was raised Mm -hmm. on the teat of the Constitution. Sure was, yeah. Instead, we collectively put by the way, raised on the teat of the Constitution. Instead, we collectively said, "Let that soak in for a minute." I want a shortcut. I want to be angry. I want to have a guy who tells it like it is. Let's yeah. just go with this game show guy, Donald Trump, who I'm rooting for. Please don't get me wrong. I absolutely wish that yeah, we want th- him to there be would not be White House leakers. I wish that people would get out of uh-huh. his way and the stuff that he wants to do or has said he wants to do gets done. Mm-hmm. But the GOP Congress absolutely is not having any of that. And we turned our back on a good guy. We turned our back on a great man, Ted Cruz, and we said, no, I'm pissed. Let's go with this guy. And but we've spent the last year floundering. I will say also, part of it is the messenger himself because he, yeah, Ted's yeah. not able to deliver things in a way that connects with people. I don't know why. I agree I, completely. When you talk to him one-on-one, he's great at mm-hmm. it. When you talk to him or you're listening to him on a television monitor or you're hearing a speech from him yeah. it doesn't quite connect and it doesn't quite translate so people that's why we always heard i like ted cruz but why well, yeah i think he's pretty good but he can't win yeah. that's what we heard all the time and and people believed he couldn't win because he couldn't connect with them and in my mind that lives in a parallel universe i wonder a could he have beaten hillary and if so I think you would have. Okay. And if so, how would this Republican Congress that hated him before he ran for president, Mm -hmm. would they be giving him just as hard a time? Probably. So, you know what? We're probably screwed either way. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But we've got another guy like him who connects better. Mm -hmm. I think you know who I'm talking about. (laughs) Senator Ben Sass. Please. Lord. Uh, uh, We've got another possibility out there lingering somewhere. The crops are growing in Nebraska as yeah. we speak. Yep. Uh, Chris uh, in Missouri. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Hey. Uh, man, <laughs> I got some bad news uh, Yeah. For most people. Society is like a sinking ship. <laughs> uh, the Bible talks about, and uh, not to get you know in the weeds with the Bible, but the Bible talks about how you know as time goes on, uh, society would get worse, and that's where we see God's grace. And, you know, all this stuff we talk about on the news and what we hear on the news, you know, it, <laughs> this is why everybody needs to turn to get because it's not going to get better. 
I mean, we, <laughs> we need, we, we're supposed to be the light reflecting God to right. attract other people off the into the lifeboats. Right. That's and, right. And so, uh, you know, that's, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm just kind of uh, trying to uh, save as many people, get off this sinking ship as uh, best I can, and then, you know, live life. Yeah. I, yeah, and you're right. But I, I mean, not everybody is convinced we're in the end times foretold in Revelation. You know, there's there's certain things, though, that have to happen. There are certain signs that have not yet occurred that still have to uh, before sure. before we're into that period where it gets really ugly. Right. right. And so I believe all this precursor. This is just I'm yes. not talking. I, I'm not going to do. I'm not the guy uh, predicting a date. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, the end time is saying it's a slow process, and I think yeah. God has provided that for us for our benefit. Yeah, appreciate the call, thanks, Chris. And and the the good thing is that everybody who's read the Bible understands the fact that nobody knows the date, so nobody can tell you a date certain. There is no date certain where you can point to and say, "All right, it's happening on October twentieth, two thousand seventeen." Well, you you can't because we've been told nobody knows. So certainly these goofball numerologists who are predicting it, they're wrong because they they don't know. And that's why he's been wrong every time. Uh, Is it the beginning of the end? I I don't know. It doesn't. There's no date certain on that either. You have to watch for certain things and you have to be aware. Um, But he sounds like he's pretty well at the point where he thinks we're down we're on the down low, downward slope in february 2010 the uh, new orleans saints won the super bowl last year the chicago cubs won the world series i think um i think it's pretty clear that the world's coming to an end so <laughs> and last night the houston astros the astros yeah. i mean the evidence That's, is pretty clear it's scary it's coming uh john in indiana welcome to the blaze hey pat how hey. you guys doing we're doing good got a bit of info for you. you okay. We need to reconsider this term Islamophobia. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing. It's a fiction because Islam is a real and present danger to the country. It is also both religion and uh, state molded together. Now, mm. the liberals like to tout that part about separation of church and state. Mm-hmm. So if you allow Islam to operate inside the United States, every mosque, every madrasa is an outpost of enemy occupation to this country and therefore illegal. These people are domestic enemies. Well, uh, yes, extremist Islamists certainly are. Appreciate the call, John. Uh, absolutely. The the violent, extreme uh, Islamists, you're right, they've already presented themselves as a clear and present danger, so there's no such thing as Islamophobia in that regard, I suppose. But uh, the way the liberals present that is you're afraid of all the peaceful ones as well. Nobody's nobody's afraid of, of peaceful Muslims. Nobody. We all live side by side in this country and, and get along fine if you just leave us alone and let us do it. Uh, but they do everything they can to screw that up. All right. Uh, we will finish off the week together uh, tomorrow with a whole new batch of uh, stuff to go over. 888 is the number you can use then to get in touch with us. Probably talk about anything you'd like to. 
uh, tomorrow as well. So put on your thinking caps and let us know. Coming up, I'm Pat Gray Unleashed. See you tomorrow. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.